Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First, a reminder. All of the content we produce is available on our website at finalshowfilms.com, as well as youtube.com slash sensetaku, sensetaku.podbean.com, twitch.tv slash sensetaku, and on iTunes. We are only able to do the things we do thanks to the kind support of our Patreon donors. We give a special shout-out to our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic and Cat Waterflame. If you'd like to support us that way, be sure to check it out. Secondly, a thank you to the folks over at 411mania.com. They produce articles and content related to wrestling, MMA, movies, music, and gaming. Go check them out. We appreciate their support as well. And lastly, be sure to subscribe, comment, and rate, if possible, wherever you listen to or watch our content. It helps us know what you like, what you don't like, and helps us make more content. Feedback is always appreciated. With all that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy. What's the difference? Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello. We are having intense debates over the nature of time. (laughs) Yes, because that is the valuable sort of thing we do. Uh, Zachary, is your microphone on? Uh, Zachary's microphone on. No, it's not. Now it is. That might help. Fixed it. People don't care what I say anyway. All right. So, hello, everybody. When last we were together, we did a whole bunch of stuff. And now we can actually proceed with... Uh, Worldfire, the the namesake. Did you adjust the camera angle? Yes, I did. Okay, As opposed to let's go I kill the all of you campaign. Gotta, gotta, gotta. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so we are back in Worldfire, and joining me this week we have all by himself on my left. <laughs> Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Clanless Faust, Dragonborn Warlock. And on the crowded side, we have, on my far right... I'm John, and I'm temporarily playing Sinstaku Sonata, uh, ASMR Sorcerer, but will be shifting out to somebody else who will be introduced later. On my immediate right... Oh, that would be me, wouldn't it? Yes. Uh, okay, I'm not paying attention. You're mixing things up, man. So, this is, uh, the character sheet says, Duncan, fighter. Oops. Half-orc. Oh, wrong level. Anyway, <laughs> half-orc. Level 11's correct. And I'm Stan. And then uh, the birthday boy, whose birthday is literally today. Do we sing happy birthday to him on stream? Yes, because that's like the ultimate like upgrade from getting the people in this in the in the um, the the people who know don't know you in the restaurant. Yeah, in the restaurant, do it. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Zachary. Happy birthday to you. Exciting, isn't it? And that's on the internet forever. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Even on days when it's not your birthday. Woo! And introduce yourself. Oh, yeah, I'm, uh, well, you heard my name. (laughs) If you didn't hear my name from that song, then I'm not going to repeat it to you. I'm sorry. Um, and I'm playing Yi Tarasu, the defensive paladin, note of the ancients guy that really kind of just wants things to be settled reasonably. Basically, that's not going to happen. He's the, the reasonable yeah. member of the party, <laughs> hopefully, a- no as you tend to no be. Reason. So, when last we left our heroes, they murdered the emperor, mm-hmm. and uh, 
again. Yes. Well, they this did time a for whole real. bunch of things. This time for real. They learned a bunch of stuff, and they legit murdered the emperor. Third time's a charm. Yes. Sometimes so, you gotta kill a motherfucker three times. Um, while the emperor's body is being sent to be melted down and turned into straight cash. The straightest cash. Yes. Um, there was, you know, this whole peace talk going on. But the peace talk couldn't happen until he murdered somebody. So. Makes sense. Okay. Because then they take it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're not joking around. <laughs> I'm not fucking around. <laughs> Sonaris pulls himself up from off of the no longer twitching gold statue uh, and calmly walks over to the negotiation table and sits down. I believe I was going to accept terms of your surrender, he says, motioning to uh, Melodius. Uh, Melodius immediately sits down at the opposite end of the table and Tanar takes a seat. Uh, yes, uh, thank you very much for your assistance. You may leave. Uh, Sonaris raises a hand. They've done you a favor, ridding you of that man. Their input should be heard. After all, there's a vacancy in leadership from what I understand. A series of opinions would be important. He motions for you all to sit at the table. There are certainly plenty of seats. I sit. (laughs) Okay. I will take a seat. Um, Melodia sits. A Modron uh, is in, not in this room, unfortunately. Approaching the chair from behind, is hopping over and plopping in. Are you going to? Are you, are you going to Riker the chair? Yeah. You Riker the chair. <laughs> Congratulations. You you have asserted your dominance on the chair. I certainly can do that. <laughs> Make an uh, intimidate check. <laughs> The chair uh, fails. After, after a little bit, uh, I did. <laughs> the guardian, the little Madron, comes through the portal and begins cleaning up the, you know, dead, smashed body off of the floor because it's going to start smelling. Yeah, that's probably a good thing to do. And you know, bodily fluids leak into stone. And it's really hard to get that smell out. Yeah. So. You want an end to this war. And I believe we've sufficiently made a point, says Sonaris. We need to settle the terms. First of all, you don't get any of your land back. Anything that was taken by my people during this conflict remains mine. Anyone who sets foot over that line is subject to my justice. Am I clear? I suppose so. Good. Secondly, your empire will dissolve. I I would assume it is already doing so. What? Without an emperor? Yes. But you're not going to be a single unified nation anymore. I mean, we kind of already really? we kind of already did that over in the other continent. But yeah. Well then, it should be the same way over here. City-states. Let the people rule themselves. So to speak. I don't particularly 
care about the fate of the natives here. But I don't like what the Empire did and unifying them to their will. So, they'll be left to their states, and you can keep yours. Simple enough. It sounds reasonable. Sounds good to me. Good. I believe we're done here. Uh, Melodious stands up. I, we do need you to, of course, uh, put some sort of seal in place to, to verify this. Sonaris looks over. I said I won't do it. And I won't. And if you try to enter our new territory, we can have a repeat of the past three years. We're done talking. Melodius looks like he's about to say something and then stops himself. I'm glad we had this talk. You, he says, pointing at uh, Yitarathu. Yes? Come with me. I stand up. He walks out of the room. I follow. Have fun. So, uh, why didn't why didn't you tell me that I need to roll up a new character? <laughs> Just grab by the head and push down. <laughs> so, what are the rest of you doing uh, after this? Uh, I look over at Melodius and Tanar. Um, right. Well, uh, and then over at, at Faust. You guys have things handled here. Can I make use of your teleportation circle? There are people that I left behind that need a leader. I assume you're referring to the uh, Civil Wars a bit. Putting it nicely. Yeah. I kind of left a band of roaming um, angry men with tigers alone for probably too long. I need to go reel them in. That would probably be best. Yeah. You got this, right, Faust? If uh, I don't, the world will burn, so I sort of have to. Fair enough. Um, here. He walks over to the Emperor, pulls out his axe, and with a heavy swoop, cracks the Emperor's <clears throat> head off. He lifts it up quite easily, given that it's made of solid gold, and hands it to you. <laughs> that should make a fine. I got statement. it. I got it. <clears throat> yep, this will do nicely. <laughs> I uh, presume they'll know what that means. They will, and also it'll be useful in rebuilding, you know, infrastructure, roads, houses, buildings, things like that. We kind of got carried away and destroyed a whole capital city. <clears throat> and if anyone disagrees with you, says Tanar. It's not half bad for bludgeoning people. I feel like it's going to be more useful as coinage. Uh, I have ways of dealing with disagreements. Talking and shooting. Not necessarily in that order. Anyways, um, it's been fun, guys. If you're ever back on my side of, if you're ever back on my side of the world, look me up. And I'll head down to the teleportation circle, however I can get to it. I still have work to do before the day is out. You head on down. I leave to go be disappointed. <laughs> you know exactly why. Yeah, oh, okay, so let's walk through that. So you go up to um, to to Timmy's room. Yeah. All right. You open the door. It's empty. It's empty. All of his stuff is gone. There's <laughs> there's just a slow drip of acid onto the floor. <laughs> You get a message from uh, uh, Grimgall that is a series of words 
that will not be translated into mortal tongue. Yeah, I know. <laughs> More acid hits the floor. <laughs> There's like an acid scar on the ground right now. <laughs> yes. You're like salivating, but it's acid. How did he manage to get onto our communication? I am unsure. There's no words. It's just like a box in the top right corner that says Fausto, remember this? <laughs> this is the part of the dialogue tree where it goes dot, 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 dot. All right, what's Duncan doing? Uh, well, I'm sitting at an empty table. Yeah, everyone else <laughs> got up. Walked up. <laughs> Melodius at least is still there. Yeah, Tanar left. Uh, Melodius is still there. So, <laughs> I suppose we have... An arm wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> Particularly, I do have rather a lot of work ahead of us. We have to re-establish government, and I would appreciate if this new city we're building, or rather, the city's built, but this new government we're building wasn't burnt by a fire that consumes the entire world. Oh, yeah, that. So, <clears throat> I suppose both of our works have just begun. Yeah, I gotta go find that. We got the staff, right? We just gotta find. The staff is in safe hands. Yes. However, the Dark Elves did create the staff. I'm sure that with time they'll be able to create another one. We have slowed them down, not stopped them. They have the power source. So. So we should go talk to them too. I can arrange a meeting with the Dark Elf leader. That is within my capacity. It will take a few days. Aren't like three of the Dark Elf important figures named Kretz Mahal? No. Like the leader, the city, and the demon? Uh, yes. Well, the channel is called Kretz Mahal. The, the city is named Kretz Mahal after the demon, and the demon is named Kretz Mahal. Yeah, so three people... Three important, three three important things named Kretz Mahal. Three big proper nouns. <laughs> well, yes. one big one big thing named Kretz Mahal, and two big things that he wouldn't like mine. Yes. <laughs> Kretz Mahal is not the subtle one. <laughs> Neither is Kretz Mahal or Kretz Mahal. Yeah, <laughs> man, this really Kretz Mahal. <laughs> <laughs> well, there there are no uh, cities named after. Drohizora. The other one. The yeah. other one. Who is subtle. For good reason. Mostly because people can't pronounce his name. Yes. I'm sure that helps. So just, 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 just call me the dark one. Come on, just, you do that. Yeah. So. What, uh, so what do you do with your... Well, let's go back to, to Zachary. Oh, boy. So, uh, Sonaris is walking down to the summoning circle and you're following... I have to admit, I don't say this about a lot of people, but I have a respect for you. Your patient nature separates you from the rest of those you travel with. Yep. Your very doormat-like qualities, I appreciate. <laughs> I give just sort of a slight smirk of acknowledgement. 
It takes all types to keep the world from burning. Yes. But specifically, it takes those who can stand back and look at everything from a different point of view. We got two of those. (laughs) I wish luck to you. What you do is very important for all of us. Thank you, sir. Take this. He hands you a seed. A seed? Well, gosh, I'm just carrying... I'm just carrying a greenhouse on me now. Can I decipher what this is? It's the best pot in all the land. (laughs) Go back to your room. Take off... that foolish metal armor. Press that into your chest right over your heart. You say so. So it can take root and feed off your life forces. <laughs> he, uh, You'll walk, be a tree if I Walks do. over to the teleportation it's, it's circle. It's the nail of Helena from Helsing. Just... <laughs> I'll be a tree. It is, it is, it is my final form. <laughs> he, he walks over to the teleportation circle. The mage is activated and he vanishes. Moments later, I walk down to the teleportation circle. Hey ye! Bye ye! <laughs> People with patience indeed. I, I walk back up, I guess, and do exactly what he said. Alright, uh, you take your armor off, you press the seed, it immediately begins to sprout. Remember how I mentioned that these people had uh, armor made out of vines and leaves? Oh boy, now I get that stuff too. Yes. Ooh, fancy. You don't know its full properties. However, it protects you as well as full plate. Nice. So flat 18 AC. So. But it does not penalize... Uh, it does not give you a uh, penalty or disadvantage on stealth, stealth checks. Mm-hmm. So and it's much lighter and more comfortable. So mithril full plate. Basically. It, before we knew how to work with mithril. Yeah. Yes. That makes your AC a flat 18 plus your shield bonuses. Um, it also will repair itself if any damage comes to it. Because it's alive! It's also feeding on your blood. I mean, kind of. <laughs> like, you can feel it is a separate living entity that is, that is you know, it, it, it is alive. I, I can naturally magically summon plants, so I assume it's it, the same kind of thing. It, yeah, it is, it is putting its roots down in you. It, 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 it works with your whole natural order thing. I can dig it. <laughs> to see if it changes. I diet. mean, literally, get a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the other seed I'm carrying that I'm going to have to probably literally plant at some point. Yes, you should get to that <laughs> at some point. I mean, it's best to plant seeds where the world's not going to burn. Yeah, I, I kind of want to make sure the world doesn't burn, like in, in a nice sunny place where like, there's plenty of light. The, the, the tree that it came from kept the world from being destroyed by a terrasque. Maybe this one has to be used to like keep the world from you know burning. Plant it in, or plant it in Kretz Mahal. <laughs> All right. I mean, you know, <laughs> stab, put seed. I mean, hey, if I have to anyway, turn him like into the a end tree. Of Fern Gully. <laughs> That movie, man. That movie was messed up on so many levels. So inappropriate for children. <sighs> so. One of Tim Curry's finest works. <laughs> I don't know if you should put the phrase, uh, it makes me a special kind of horny in a children's movie. <laughs> to be fair, they didn't make it to the final cut. 
true, but the fact that it was considered. Tim Curry has that effect on people. <laughs> He's talking about uh, oil and pollution. I, d- I don't yeah. want to now. Right. I, do- I don't want to. <laughs> Toxic love, everybody. Yeah. Toxic love. Tim Curry made it a different kind of love. <laughs> it was- no, I think he made it exact love that was intended. <laughs> anyway. I, d- I, don't- I don't want to know. Don't worry. It's a messed up movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> It's actually a really good movie. It's really good, but it's really messed up. <laughs> it's not a children's movie. No. 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 It is not. <laughs> um, so, uh, what are you guys doing for the day? <clears throat> you, actually, we're going to backtrack a little bit. So, the day before, you were in your... You were in the... Um, one of the high elven towers, the oh, a northern this is a different character, by the way. Me, this yes. is a different character. This is a separate character. You are in one of the, the sage towers studying as you do. Uh, what what are you studying? Uh, everything. Uh, magic, particularly arcane okay. theory and arcane, right, arcane you, scholar. You're studying uh, you're you're a transmuter, correct? Yes. Transmutations. Alright. Um <laughs> Well, you happen to be studying conjuration at the moment. Just good to have a, a, a broad spectrum of fields. There's no such thing as poor knowledge. Yes. And you know, just, just dabbling. Uh, because something strange happened this afternoon. There was a spike in conjuration magic, and you're not entirely sure what it was. Um, but the powerful magics led you to to look into some things, and you have discovered a different conjuration power. Something far to the north among the Dark Elves. There is some source of conjuration power so, pow- so strong <clears throat> that the mountain range happens to be along a ley line of magic. Yeah. Which is why the High Elves <laughs> built all their towers. Happens to be. Happens to be. <laughs> Which is why the High Elves built all their towers along the mountain range. Yeah. Uh, and you're able to draw that at some point at the northern end of the mountain range, which is clearly in the Dark Elven territory, mm-hmm. there is a strong culmination of conjuration magic. But you're a transmuter, you're not sure what it is, and you've been communicating with some of the other Elven mages here, and none of the none of the conjurers know exactly what this is. Hmm. So, Do any of the diviners know? No one can figure anything out about it. It's just, it's a strange feeling. As you're studying, you hear the, world the familiar wings beating of a silver dragon landing uh, at, the t- at the top of the tower. Hmm. And shortly thereafter, a massive woman descends. Do I know this one? Yes. This is uh, Lentier. She is half-elven, but her knowledge of the magical arts is unparalleled. She comes... She she travels the the towers frequently without her father. Her father is a most distasteful individual. Not that Galadier cares, because... Uh, racial hang-ups are for people who don't have better things to do. What's the general elven uh, like 
attitude towards half elves. Half elves <clears throat> can prove their worth. Okay, but they're not innately worth something like elves are. The specifically high elves, wood elves are innately worth nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got- Galadir doesn't have those hang-ups because, like I said, if you have those hang-ups, you don't have something better to do. You're wasting your time. (laughs) Oh, high elves live long enough that they don't have better things to do, typically. Yeah. Um, Ah, But but Lentier has definitely proven that she... Yeah. She knows. Uh, Lentier, what brings you here? Uh, Galadir. Yes, perchance you can help me. Or rather, help others. You have a penchant for magic of a slightly more some might say aggressive. I will put it as practical field magic. Indeed. Than many of the sages here. There is a group (coughs) that I wish you to assist. You may have noticed the ley line conjuration along it. Yes, to the north. The Dark Elves are brewing something. Brewing may not be completely accurate. They have brewed. They simply don't have the tool to use it yet. And what might this be? I have learned through a channel that there is a spell Cold world fire. You can imagine what such a spell would do. I imagine it involves the world and fire. Yes. My contact is not subtle. Oh. Those who create such spells often don't either. Needless to say, this spell should not be allowed to be cast. No, I would agree. It would be quite... mm, Inconvenient. I spoke with the High Elven Council. Their methodology is a little more bureaucratic. I have the feeling that I know. <laughs> For the High Elves to come to a decision on anything takes months. There's a there's like sort of a middle pitched whine sound. <laughs> Just <laughs> indeed. Regardless, I figure you prefer to get your hands dirty. Well, acting directly tends to have the most, well, best results. Teleport to the city of Daventry. You will know when the group of people have arrived. Trust me. I take it they're hard to miss. Yes. But, to avoid ambiguity, it is a dragonborn, a large dragonborn warlock, a half-orc fighter who would get along very well with my father, a goliath paladin, and a human-appearing bard. I suspect there's more to her than meets the eye, though. Just completely, conveniently ignore the sorcerer. (laughs) The other one is outspoken. You won't miss him. 
I imagine I shan't. Except that I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will. You conveniently miss him. I conveniently miss him. Very well. We miss him already. I do not recommend speaking much with the other high elves. You know how much of a rumor mongers they can be. Someone's back. Yes, I do indeed. So. Thank you very much for your aid. <clears throat> how far away from Daventry are the towers? <clears throat> this tower is the closest. Um, it's actually between uh, Daventry and Dredge. So it's if you were to... Say turn to a bird and fly? Turn to a bird and fly. You could... As the crow flies, conveniently, <laughs> uh, you could probably get. It's probably mid afternoon. If you flow, flew through the night, you could get there by morning. Let me see how long. No, what? It only lasts for an hour. Pish posh. If you're traveling, it can last for as long as you want. <laughs> because the rules are for silly people. Yeah, I will. I will turn into a. Uh, I will just walk out to a walk out to a balcony and sort of staff in hand, spellbook on hip, bag already ready because it's always ready, and just turn into a um, like a raven and take off. Alright. You uh, you fly about half the speed of a dragon, which means that overnight you get to the city. Yep. Which is half the distance the dragon would travel. Um... You, you've been to Daventry before. It's hardly a, a city full of scholars, but they're large enough that they do have, um, you know, a, f- a few arcane areas where you can learn. Do I know where the teleportation circle is? Yes. Because I imagine that if they're traveling to and from Daventry, they'd probably end up eventually being You there. know it's at the base level of the of the tower, along with um, they all... The base level of the tower is where all the magical stuff is. Do I know Melodius and Tenar? You know of them. You've, you've seen them on occasion. You wouldn't have any reason to work with them directly. Would I have any idea that they might know who I'm looking for. Melodius tends to know everyone who... Melodius acts like a bit of a flake, but he knows everyone in Daventry. Do I know him? Do I know at least how to approach him? Melodius is pretty easy to approach uh, if you can find him. He spends an amount of time in the tower, but he spends most of his days wandering throughout the city. Uh, keeping tabs on everything and working with the people. Tanar does most of the bureaucratic government work. In bird form, I'd try to seek him out first then. Okay. He dresses pretty foppishly. So, um, after a while, uh, he appeared to have spent the entire morning in the tower. You see him leaving the tower. Um, actually, could I have approached while he was in the tower? Like, did I, did I, did I figure out he was in the tower before he left? Alright, it's about dawn when you get there. If you fly around, make a, an insight check. Insight or investigation? Insight, because this is more of a common sense. And okay. Uh, 18. You're able to figure out pretty quickly, he's probably doing some sort of business in the tower because you haven't seen anyone. And he, again, his black and red leathers are very bright. I will basically go from windowsill to windowsill. 
in front of the tower and see if I can find him. He's not in any of the, the windowed rooms. Then I will wait above the door. Alright. Uh, you wait there for a few hours, and he walks out. Splat. <laughs> no. Um, I just, like, fly down past his face to sort of get his attention, and then land and revert. Ah! Uh, hold on. Galagir. Galadir. Galadir. I'm uh, sorry, he says, extending his hand to shake yours heartily. I, sh- I extend my hand to shake it. Not nearly as heartily. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, you have been by here a few times. Yes, you are uh, a little bit more, how we say, gregarious than others of your kind. That wouldn't quite be the word I'd use, but you could certainly use it. Well, in context, in relative terms. I'm told that there are a group of... I think the appropriate term would be adventurers. That I am to assist, or at least speak with. A dragonborn warlock, a goliath paladin, a half-orc fighter, a a bard of some kind, and a... The term used was outspoken one. Ah, well, the outspoken one is left. Uh, may I inquire Pity. why you are seeking them? Well, it is the business of my people, and mine in particular, to keep an eye on matters that pertain to the health and safety of the world and those within it, mostly the world. And it has come to our attention that the Dark Elves in the North are brewing something troublesome. You can see the ever-so-slightest shift in his facial expression. Can I tell what that shift means with an insight check? Yes. That's a natural 20, which makes it 27. He picked up real quick on what you're talking about, and... And It seems like something he already knows about? Yeah. He, He knows all about this. I see you've already been informed. Yes. And I suppose if you know about it... Let me introduce you to Faust. He would probably be the best one to speak with regarding this. Very well. He's almost as dour as you are. I take that as a compliment. Oh, no. Oh, you people, he says, uh, shaking his head flamboyantly as he leads you back into the tower. Shakes head in flamboyant. (laughs) Everything Melodius does is at least a little flamboyant. Uh, but he leads you up, up a few staircases, and um, you see a man, uh, you see a dragonborn dripping acid out of his teeth, staring into an empty room. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a moment when he realizes people are approaching, and he just kind of straightens his shoulders. <clears throat> uh, roll me a perception check. Uh, perception, <clears throat> not my best, 13. Roll me a stealth check. How long does it take you to notice? Uh, 18. Uh, you don't notice until they see you. Yeah. you you're, you're too focused on this empty room. Yeah, no, it's just angry. Uh, when he does notice them, he just kind of straightens his shoulders. Uh, Faust. Everything alright? No, but I'll manage. Well, um, perhaps this will brighten your mood. 
I have someone here who might be able to help us. He says, indicating Galadir. I says I should describe what I look like now. <laughs> yes. Also, I don't think it's a dragonborn that he, that he sees at first. You've been... Uh, have you? Did you take a different shape? Yeah, I've been, I've been in my normal disguise since I got since back. you got back. Oh, well, you see, not dragonborn. But I've been told he is a dragonborn. But you've been told he's a dragonborn. Um, you see, standing basically six foot even, uh, a a a dusky skinned elf with very sort of piercing blue eyes, long white hair. That looks like it may have been it may have been platinum blonde at one point, but has definitely faded the rest of the way to white. Mm. Um, with a very calm, analytical look on his face. Um, basically, if you could, if if uh, if you were to anthropomorphize a scanner, a scanning machine, this would basically be the look on its face, like just constantly analyzing and recording everything. Mm. <laughs> um, Wearing sort of uh, light bluish robes uh, and holding a uh, a a um, a white staff that's sort of like very clearly wood, but like crystalline, like petrified wood, um, above which hovers a small stone, just sort of circling around it, that has an arcane mark on it. Galadir Alunai, I assume you're Faust. Yes. I've been informed of you by one... What's her name again? Lentier. Lentier. Ah. Uh, the daughter of the maniac. <laughs> <laughs> I see you've met him. Yes, I've met that family. Mm. I've been told that I might be able to assist you and your allies, and you and your allies may assist me, in dealing with a dark elf threat to the north. I look, I look past him at Melodius. Do you trust him? I trust Lentier's judgment. And he knows he's already learned an amount of it. The people of this city have no love for my kind, which is fair considering my kind have no love for theirs. <clears throat> do you know? No offense, Melodius. Do you know of the beast? Then take it. Of the Isles. Do I know the beast of the Isles? Roll me a very impressive history check. I happen to have a very impressive history score, so that would be a twenty-four or twenty-five. You have heard the legend. Uh, roll me a religion check. Which may just be straight intelligence. Uh, that's going to be... 12. Okay. You've heard legend about some sort of battle between a powerful divine entity and a beast of unspecified origin. And that they are eternally locked in combat. Ed sort of a fairy tale-esque thing, but you've never... There's never been any evidence of it, and you've never given any credence. I've probably never gone to investigate it. Yeah, you, you've never... It's a it's a three-month boat ride. Yeah, no, I'm not going there. I've heard of such a thing. I do not... Never experienced it myself, nor any solid information. Nor should you. But the beast is very real, 
and its power is quite potent, though kept in check. Unfortunately, the Dark Elves, in their infinite wisdom, he says with very, very heavy air quotes, have decided to drain power from the beast in order to power a spell that would, based on my understanding from our recent visitor, he says, looking back at the room with a bit of a scowl again. I note the acid marks on the floor. (laughs) Could potentially relocate our world to collide with another. Does the level of power that I was sensing in the north seem to justify that? I mean, you detected it from several hundred miles away. So, probably, yeah. Well, then we should best get we should best get moving. It seems the Dark Elves have already begun tapping into Ley Energies far to the north, and it is a substantial amount. <sighs> this wouldn't happen to be conjuration in nature, would it? Yes, teleportation magic is often such. <clears throat> yes, then they have already begun their work. You would know that this that the source is currently latent. The fact that it is bleeding into the ley lines is a testament to its raw power. Oh, okay, so it's not like they're actively working conjuration magic. You'll know. It's just that... Real okay, quick. Okay, well, let me rephrase e- that. Every magic user on this continent, potentially on this planet, will know when that spell started being cast. Okay, let me, let me rephrase that then. Whatever this object is, it's powerful enough to bleed into the ley lines, so we should best get it away from them. Yes, the energy they leached is from a beast known to destroy worlds, so... Well, then... Yes, we should be on our way. Let me gather the others, and I turn to find everybody else. Alright, where, where does he find you, people? Uh, well, you, you, you had your little meeting, and you, you went back to your room and you were playing around. So they'll find you first. Okay. <clears throat> I, I knock on your door. I open it up, now suddenly covered in trees. We have a new addition. <laughs> I say, completely ignoring the armor. A new addition of what? I pointed point the L. You see a walking tree holding uh, a pair of uh, like doors. Gate. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you had a druid in your party. We don't. Similar <laughs> enough, I suppose. That's the paladin. Ah. Yi Tarasu, and you are? Galadir Alunai. Y- you would recognize the natural order yeah. elements pretty quickly. I presume, as you have clearly met Faust first, that you are well caught up on what exactly our little group is doing. In fact, I have more information for you than you apparently previously had. Well, information is always useful. Ah, I suspect we'll either find Duncan or... No, Duncan will probably be the next one we find. He's likely still wandering. Alright, so what did you do, Duncan, after... Well, uh, it's, it's early morning, right? It's, uh, by this point, it's, it's late morning. Oh, well, I've been up for quite a while then. Because I, I want to make sure I kill something before breakfast, so I went out and stepped on some bugs. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So now, you, well, no, no, you 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 could have waited. You 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 killed the emperor. You can get your breakfast now. Uh, <laughs> you can get a nice big breakfast. Actually, yeah, no, we, that that did happen before breakfast. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway. So so you're at like so. just 
taken out? Yeah, just uh, just just hanging around, waiting for the next. Uh, where 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 are you hanging uh, around? You, like you miss, uh, high class, <coughs> high class pub room. I'm guessing right. something to do with Chow. food. And that's right. Uh, food seems to be your thing. Yeah, just wandering around okay. in the hallways and stuff. What about you? Um. We've just killed the emperor. Yeah, you killed the emperor. You 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 came to terms. Sonaris basically said, uh, "Stay off my lawn, and I won't kill you all." Okay. And uh, no, being a single central government, let the natives have their governments. Okay. So no more emperoring in any of yep. its facets. Stop being a colonial threat and stay off my lawn. And, okay. And Sinsaka went back home to make sure that stayed true. <laughs> So, oh, what, yeah, we do have a what are you doing? in our midst. Yeah, that's um, why I went back. <laughs> how long has it been after uh, all that happened? Uh, you probably got a, an hour. Oh, okay. She's probably going back to her room to rest for a little while. Just rest and recover? Yeah. You So, has by the way, has word made, out, made it out to the people that the emperor died, or are we... St- kind of keeping that a secret for now. Um, Melodius is figuring out the best way to tell everybody. Okay. And Sansaka went back home with the head of the Emperor to tell everybody else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a well, good thing we're out of the blast radius. You see, over there it's slightly different because they've already devolved into uh, civil tribal civil warfare. Over here, we're trying to minimize destroying cities. Or, I don't know, taking a titan with a mattock and uprooting a tower. <laughs> but it was fun. That it was, was a good idea. <laughs> it was very effective. It did exactly what you wanted it to do. We're good like that. We're good at finding the, the worst slash best solution possible. <laughs> what? This dragon wants us to meet it in its lair? Intercontinental ballistic missile. <laughs> Exactly. All right, group. Well, let me just throw this dungeon in the trash. <laughs> Fold up, light on fire. <laughs> you let a technomancer get into a military base. Yep. Anyway, back on this plane of existence. Uh, um, so you you you, uh, you hear a knock at your door. Yes. I open the door. We have a new addition. She gives you a questioning look. I point over my shoulder at the elf. You see, standing. Did I? Were you in here when I yes. described? What I was yeah, doing? yes, yeah. I yeah you <laughs> described right when I. Um, I lost the track of time. You see a woman who has a very distinctively red hair color, which typically would indicate either wood elf or half elven features, but she does not appear to be half elven. She could just be a very human-looking half elf. Look at you, and my head tilts. Can I help you? <laughs> Are you a psychologist? <laughs> there's, a confused, there's a confused look on his face. She's looking at your hair. That is a very unique hair color you have. Oh, yeah, especially given that she looks imperial, and every yeah. imperial person you've met has had jet black hair. Yeah. It's a very unique hair color you have. Thank you. I'm Galadir Alunai. I extend a hand because apparently that's what you people do. <laughs> She shakes your hand. That's, that's actually what the natives over here do. It's a detaste, distasteful habit. <laughs> I'm Tara. Tara, I am here to assist you and in your she party. Has a child. <laughs> Look down at the yes, child. Yes, there, there's a little boy with her. And this one is 
Kai. Just nod my head to him. He has the same color hair. He has like the same. Yeah, I've 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 already adjusted in my brain the the reaction, so the confused look is away. <laughs> I am here to assist your group with dealing with a threat to the north, the dark elves. Apparently, your people found an item that they recovered, or know of an item they recovered that. Contains powerful magic that is apparently designed to destroy the world. Yes. Yes. I'm here to inform you all that they are—they have it close to a ley line in the north, and that we should best hurry in removing it from their ownership. I would agree. Um, Faust stops about two doors down and just kind of shoves the door open. Come on, girl. It's time to leave. And a small half-orc teenager... Comes out the door. <coughs> Turn. <laughs> what about our other friend? Yes, we should find Duncan. You, you you leave the tower and you see Duncan. He seems to be intentionally getting uh, odd and disgusted looks out of the rich, snooty people here. <laughs> Duncan. Oh, yeah. It's time to Have leave. You? Oh, good. <laughs> This oh good seems to be mirrored in the reactions of the rich snooty people. What about the little guy that was with us? What happened? <laughs> the, the odd one. I don't know what you're talking about. Would that have been the one that was in the empty room you were standing in? That's irrelevant. <laughs> what did you do? Irrelevant. <laughs> uh, apparently a visitor of yours removed himself from the location. He's not here anymore. <laughs> Where did he Irrelevant. Go? Presumably back home. <laughs> I, I like how Faust's <laughs> matter-of-fact statements make him seem more guilty than he actually is. <laughs> looks at you very guilty. suspiciously. <laughs> He looks at you with a, this is not a topic I'm going to talk about right now. I'm going to roll intuition. Roll me some insight, yeah. Because... Is this deception or persuasion? I'm honestly curious. Hold on. So that's a 24. You're not rolling anything. Um, 24. He seems legit. (laughs) Well, no, because he's telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Just a DC. DC truth. And I know he doesn't care that He's, much about social graces oh, to learn we're, how to We're going to clarify. He cares about this. He cares deeply about this. But no. he didn't have anything to do with it, and he wanted to. He, he doesn't <laughs> care enough about lying to <laughs> lie about this really sort of thing. As far as you know, yeah. Faust doesn't lie. He just kind of walks off and does things in secret. So Faust doesn't lie. He evades the truth. <laughs> He's not guilty. That's yeah, what you're able to figure right. out. Well, well, we should probably get all going. Right. Um, if anything, you, if anything, you, you tell that he kind of wishes he had had a hand in it. Um, is there a what would the quickest? And the, I'm going to quickly dismiss that I gleaned that. <laughs> two questions. One, with this large of a group, I'm assuming the quickest way to get up there would be to teleport. Uh, but there two, are no teleportation circles in the dark elven realms. You well, no, know that. no. But the what, is there an elven tower close to it? And the second question was, would it be appropriate to teleport non-elves to an elven tower? 
<laughs> Let's try it. I want to see. There are no strict rules on the matter. Yeah. So, yes, you could do it. But let's they not would, do it. They might be annoyed with you. However, the tower is marginally close. You were in the furthest north tower. It's marginally close. Oh, so closer. they all go further south than... I yes. was in the northernmost. Okay. You, you are about a third the way down the continent. Okay. Okay. And then, then the rest of it's in the lower two-thirds. Got it, got it. Never mind then. So I, I, I was under the assumption that the tower continued... The tower chain continued north. No. You, that, it was the northernmost tower. Okay. Well then. Well, we'll be in need of a ship. A ship. Why... Are the dark elves the dark elves aren't on this continent? Are they? Are they? Are they? Are they on the northern end of this continent? Or are they um, off, off so the there is a the, the dark elves specifically you're looking for are the group that are escaped slaves that uh, a few hundred years ago founded a colony that they call their own in the northern parts and they have expanded. Okay, so it is on shore. Okay. It is on shore. Um, no. Unlike the dark elves at home. That is primarily dark elven and cult. That they're primarily dark elves. These dark elves have a lot more odd things living among them. Your tieflings, a lot more orcs, uh, random demons walking around. There are non-elves living among them that have, you know. Kind of joined in there. Ooh, worshiping demons gets you power. I'm all for this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> demons are too haphazard. Yeah. I can direct your party in the at least approximation of the correct direction. Now, following now, the ley line north. To be fair, <clears throat> you can take a ship. It is the fastest mode of transportation at the moment, short of getting on a dragon. And you can get most of the way there if you go around the northern end of the continent. Um, because there is a trade, the the current along the western coast is a northerly current, so it's much quicker to go up north up the. Coast. Uh, so my statement still stands. We should find a ship. Uh, the only key is getting a sh- charting, chartering a ship that's willing to go there. Where's Pi? It might be better just doing a forced march. And I don't there. think we need to... Um... The kneecap Avenger will take us there. <laughs> <laughs> um, where uh, where would the ley line... Would the ley line be more inland or along the coast? Where, where the interference was? The ley line runs the entire mountain range and the mountain meets the sea at a massive volcano in the midst of the jungle. And so, what, am I imagining that it's close to that volcano that the interference was? You would presume. Okay. Is, um, is it visible on the, on the horizon? No. No? It is several hundred miles off. Um, I, will, I will point towards... Are the mount, is the mountain range visible from, on the horizon? Barely. Okay. It's, it's a hundred miles? No, it's actually... No, no it's not. Because that's a head. That's... It's a pretty big mountain range, but no, it's it's not quite visible. Okay, I will I will uh, use my staff and the floating stone above it <laughs> to direct Stop Faust's it. attention <clears throat> to the mount uh, away from the sea, which would be to the east, wouldn't it? Or yeah, northeast. Yeah, yeah it's northeast. Um, while a ship is viable, though acquiring a reliable ship would be tricky, and we navigating north. Sail. 
It the easiest path. Well, I was not the term. <laughs> the e- we know sailor. The, they can do it. the yeah, easiest. We'll, that we'll do it. We know somebody insane enough. Yes. You realize that even the the easiest path to follow that would take us to most directly to the disturbance that I found would be along the mountain range. It is at the end of it. That track will take significantly longer, and time is a factor. Time is a factor, yes. However, uh, am, am I aware of, of... Actually, no, I wouldn't... I wouldn't this is on the air. However, the Dark Elves will likely have defenses in place for their location, and having demons set upon a ship at sea seems like a precarious situation to be placed in. Roll me... And in, roll me an intelligence check, just general intelligence. Fourteen. When your intelligence uh, is? Uh, Twenty. Okay, yeah, good super easy for you. Um, a force march dark is only 25, uh, uh, about 25 hours. Dark elves are horrible seamen. No, the, 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 the fear is not that the dark elves would set out, but that summon demons sick demon on ship. Ah. <laughs> the... The trans the traveling along the coast would not be super dangerous. You can keep enough of distance from the coast. It'd be landing the ship. Yeah. Or rather finding somewhere to land the ship because it's very dense jungle. Also the coast around a volcano. Also the coast along the north is mostly dense jungle, not very many beach fronts. A beach front is not necessary. Not for me though. Not for me, no, but I'm saying is it's it's while it may be slower, it is also the safer route to go by land, and most direct. It's about a hundred miles to the east to get to the mountain range, and then the mountain range goes north of probably another hundred and fifty miles. Yeah, so it's gonna be longer on foot, but it's boom boom. It's about the same distance. Oh yeah, but foot is way slower. Yeah, you can travel much faster and. Ships travel at night because they follow the current. You can basically just let the water take you. I will leave it up to I will leave it up to your decision. You are, after all, the larger portion of this group. But my suggestion would be land. Um, perchance says uh, Melodius, stepping up to the group. Um, he'd been because he hadn't stopped following you. Yeah. Perchance you should consider one other factor. <clears throat> How are you going to get the stone? We don't know its whereabouts. We don't know where. We don't know what is currently around it. That is a situation that cannot be answered until we have further eyes. Pardon me for assuming, but your people have powerful diviners, do they not? They do. And, yet, and being along a ley line, I imagine your divination magics could travel it quite well. Theoretically, but their sight has been blinded as of late. At least that was the, inf- that was the indication you gave me earlier. No, they couldn't figure out what the magic was. Oh, they... they okay, I misunderstood. They didn't know to look Because I would have um, asked for them to look. <laughs> you would have about the same reaction Len Tierd. It's like, why do we want to look at it? Oh, that's fair. Perhaps... You could actually, Faust, you seem an intelligent sort, perhaps you could present an argument that might present more impetus to our divinists. I will warn you now, my people do nothing swiftly. 
If there is one thing that I have learned to do, it is expediate matters. Very well. Expedite. <laughs> yeah, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> language, gonna, language is still forming in this setting. <laughs> I was going to let it go. <laughs> Very well. I can take you to my people, though. I look over at Duncan. I smile and wave. <clears throat> While I appreciate what you did to the people of this city... I would suggest not doing the same to mine. <laughs> the people of this city, most they could do is grumble and complain. My people will turn you into a sheep and throw you off a tower. <laughs> no, I'll just leave you as a sheep. What? I'll just leave you as a sheep. Or just leave you as a sheep. <laughs> <Just use> the- <laughs> Polymorph into a sheep. So... And, and I'm actually the one that can turn you into a sheep. <laughs> Very well. We shall seek out my divinists and have them inform us of the matter. If you are all agreed, of course. That would be useful, yes. Very well. Certainly I- seems useful to know what we're going after. I'll keep following and tell us I'm going to shoot it. I don't worry. You will have a you will have a large supply of dark elves to attack. I appreciate your doing this. I am going to go work with Tar and figure out how exactly to tell everyone that the Emperor has been dismantled. I would recommend gently. Well, yes. That would be why I have to go figure it out. Might we use your teleportation circle? Well, or hardly the sudden shock will make it wear off faster. Faust or dismantle you. every single building in this I, city. I start walking towards they the teleportation some, circle. They could do with some survival skills. Mm, Quigley would just be like ripping off a band-aid. Exactly. I, I start walking towards the teleportation circle. I I follow him content in the knowledge that you have absolutely no political influence over this town. <laughs> <laughs> you also apparently can't read sarcasm, especially when it's the same flat monotone. <laughs> Faust for mayor next session. <laughs> <laughs> we turned this into a political campaign. Faust would be an excellent. We did that in our Eberron game. We went from an adventuring campaign to, well, now we have to go find a country that's that's that shares our ideals and marry one of us off to a princess. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you step into the teleportation We're circle, and we will take a brief break. All right. Sweet. Brief. Yes, brief, okay, as brief. in two minutes. That way I can find Which really the means words five. for my teleportation. Which really means five. All right. Which See really you means shortly. Probably ten. <laughs> Unmutify. Thank you. And we're back. Hey. Where are we going? Uh, uh yes. You, you were in teleportation circle. Hang on. Oh, I see. I have a thing. You have a, a, a And there weren't any, even any whoosh, whoosh, whoosh noises. There's about to be. <laughs> whoosh, whoosh. Ooh. That is not what my magic words are. Where did I? Where did I put? Did I? Wherever. I mean, whatever your magic words I lost are. A, magical. Woosh, woosh, woosh. I lost. Oh, there they are. Hang so on. great. We're stuck in a magic circle, and we teleport halfway, and we're limited. There it is. So yeah, once everybody's in the magic circle, de uno loco ad alium transfer. Poof. I'd rather all of us transport halfway than half of us transport all the way. <laughs> And we teleport into right. a mage tower. You appear in a, an interesting tower. Mm-hmm. It's it's the room itself looks like 
it's made out of quartz. Similar to my staff. Yes. Um, it's almost transparent, but not quite. But it is a very pure, crystally quartz room that you are in. Uh, and it's very open as well. There's lots of windows into it. And as you look out, you can see a mountain range. Also, it's real cold. <laughs> it's snowing out there. Oh, good. Um, Duncan, you're probably fine, because you're all covered in furs and whatnot. Yep. And all I'm that. from the mountains. I'm used to this. Yeah, Yuturasu, this is like, ah, finally, back at a proper elevation. Dragonborn have a naturally high body heat, so. It's mainly you and your baby. Son, he's a boy, not a baby. <clears throat> but yes. And uh, Angora's probably... A little cold. Yeah. Suddenly cold. You, you, suddenly, uh, you see a number of high elves who are also dressed... Is Sandra still with us? No, she stayed. Okay. She stayed I, back. I like to clarify this. No. Because I keep forgetting about her anyway. Are, are, there, are there any other NPCs that will just be appearing and disappearing from our party? No. Okay, good. Um, the, the You realize there's a good reason that these high elves wear a lot of robe. Yep. <clears throat> And uh, in, there aren't any in this room, though. And why my skin is so pale. <laughs> uh, do I know where the divinists would be, typically? I mean, they're going to be spread out, but you know, you do know of a particular divinist who is very powerful, and she lives on the third level of the tower. I will begin walking in that direction as I do. Please don't touch anything. I will stay real close behind him. I'm like annoyingly close. I'm going to watch so him. He sees me very closely. How tall are you? I'm about four inches taller than you are. <laughs> and I got a stupid little monkey hat on. Yep. And he's a lot broader than you are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> monkey hat. Obviously a lot broader. Uh, well, it's a goblin hat. That's right. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing basically a toque. So, yeah. I, would, I just stride out as if everything is right with the world. I, yeah. I, I just follow him step for step, you know, like March. Yeah. Uh, easy with the snow. The, these towers are pretty sparse. High elves like to stay to themselves, and they don't really wander the halls unless they need to. So you don't encounter anyone on the way up there. If they did, I try to go up and high five. <laughs> no, and I will promptly proceed to stop him. That's my job. That's my job now. So wrangle Duncan. The same way I'm following. Not quite. <laughs> What's the save on Polymorph? Because I have a strength that is comparable to yours. Yes, it is. So it's my job to keep you in check physically if need be. So you reach you reach her. Her name is Yason, by the way. Yason? Yason. Yay. I will knock on the door. Knocking is ineffective as the door is made of crystal. (laughs) But um, I will do whatever it does that you do to get people's attention through doors. There there is there is a um, a thing you if you press your hand to it, it it lets out a a deep rich tone. I will apply hand to tone magical doorbell. It's a magical doorbell. Uh, The door uh, retracts into the ground magically, and inside you see. Sort of your stereotypical divinous room for the rest of you. We're we're in we're in the fortress of solitude, by the way. Apparently, basically, <laughs> Superman's hovering in the corner. The the room has is sparsely decorated, but all of the decorations are very finely crafted out of woods and crystals. There's a, t- a large table in the center that's been grown out of the quartz that is 
covered in a variety of very meticulously placed instruments, anything from crystal balls to there is a box full of small animal bones and what looks to be uh, some sort of dead bird that's been cut open and its entrails have been read. Oh, cool. Is it a raven? No. <laughs> it appears to be some well, of sort of pigeon. Read it at. It doesn't say nevermore. And uh, there is a woman who is currently... Somehow she has dissected this thing and touched all of its entrails with her fingers without getting any bit of her dirty. She is tall, just as tall as... Um, Galadier. Galadier. And she is wearing flowing white robes and several layers. And the as, as she moves, the robes, the robes shift from a white into a pale blue into a green and then back. My robes don't shift. They're just blue and silver trim. Yeah. He's, he's dressed much more practically. She's dressed very <laughs> elegantly in robes that you can't imagine let you move all that much. And her hair goes down to her waist and is um, a... A very solid light blonde. That my hair does. Yes. <laughs> it's hard. It get after four hundred years, it just gets so long. Yeah, why cut it? And uh, it's it's very it's simple, like there's no braids or anything in it, but it's perfect. Which might just be a high elven thing, uh, high elven hair thing, because Galadier's hair is also perfect, no matter what he seems to do. Yep. <sighs> I don't do anything with it. Hi. I'm harmless. I'm with him. Jason. I told you by the shoulder and kind of pulled you back a little bit. I don't worry. I don't feel threatened by you. Galadier. I require your assistance in a matter of fairly important urgency. Yes, I'm sure you do. Hold on one moment. She um, begins much? fiddling with the liver of the bird. Can I decipher what this is being used for? What is trying to be done Roll here? Roll Arcana? Jeez. Actually, I'd like to do that okay. myself. Okay. Lo- you're not making me roll religion, so already I'm a little bit better with this. Uh, but, um, 20 total. Ooh. Eight. <laughs> you have no idea. Um... She is performing a variety of divination magics. You're guessing that it's... Auguries, mostly. Auguries. You're guessing it's mostly mundane, probably weather determinations. That's why she's got a bird. Mm-hmm. Um, you're guessing that she's figuring out what the wind currents and stuff will carry. Practical things that adve- and the non-adventurers need to know. Yeah. <laughs> non-adventurers. Hmm. It looks like this will be a good year for crops. She says as she uh, places the liver down carefully into a uh, crystalline box. And as it touches the box, it immediately incinerated into ash. Clearly this is very important. Yes. Uh, she begins scraping the rest of the bird into the box and it incinerates. Uh, kind, kind of like Edna Mode's thing from The Incredibles. Yeah. She's Edna Mode. She begins cleaning up her tools. No caps. I just wait quietly. You, you, you know that she will just continue to ignore you unless you okay. say something. Okay, that's now. fine. Jason. Yes, she says, not looking up at you, but responding. I require your divine sight. Mine is fairly limited in this particular matter, as it's not my expertise. 
I'm aware of your shy-sightedness. Mm, yes. We require information related to a crystal of some power located to the north and held by the Dark Elves. Yes, I'm aware. We need to know who holds it and potentially the best matter of action for removing it from their grasp. Indeed. She's already divined all of this. She's divined that we would come here and ask her these questions. Yes, but the asking of the questions is required, else the answer will never be retrieved. Hmm. Faust, if you would like to impart the importance of this... <sighs> that whole end of the world speech again. <laughs> Just sing oh, the song, oh. it's the end of the world. She raises her hand at you. Would you like to make a wisdom saving throw? Or would you like to volunteer to fail it? Uh, can I recognize the spell? Uh, she's reading, she's reading your surface thought. She's not going to read anything deeper than what you're thinking immediately. Uh, I will voluntarily fail. Okay. And immediately impart what I have seen. <sighs> yes. I want to make sure to impart the feeling of being near the Tarrasque. You read nothing off of her face. <laughs> she is dead to this world. I don't care if I don't care if I read it on her face. I want her to feel it. <laughs> she she is she is at the same time like unnaturally beautiful yet completely distant. We're all on painkillers <laughs> as a race. You're all it's an entire race of people on Valium. Yeah. <laughs> she lowers her hand. Well, I suppose it is relevant. Indeed. She waves her hand and um, uh, a, crist- a crystalline ball emerges from the table. Uh, she raises it and points it at the wall and it begins projecting an image. The image is currently simply looking down at the mountain. She begins focusing. Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you trying to break this? Go along. The image begins following... <clears throat> you, Galadier, recognize that it's following the ley line, the, the way it flows. Through this image, by the way, <clears throat> it looks mostly normal, but there is a, a shifting rift that, that this seems to be following that looks sort of like the Aurora Borealis. You know that this is the ley line. Yeah. Any sort of magical sight, you can see this sort of stream of raw magical energy. And I will, as as a, as a professor instructing students, explain this information to the rest of the class. <laughs> he begins lecturing you on things I already know. Even the rest of you on ley lines, and this is how a ley line appears under magical divination, the, the, relating the spell that she is using, and that its uh, abilities have been enhanced by following the ley lines, and etc. 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 Stuff I already know. Yep, definitely. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna make sure he doesn't snore. As you be, as it reaches the northern part of the mountain range, you see in the background a red haze. You're familiar with this. It's the demonic presence. It's, you know. Yep. Ever, ever present, the, the power of Kretz Mahal upon the world and the summoning of demons, etc., etc. Only, only a high elf can make the summoning of demons so rote and boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still mad at it. We've been studying it for, for for hundreds of years, so it's like it is kind of rote and boring to us. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
and eventually <laughs> it, it follows its source, and you see a glow coming from the center of the volcano. A powerful glow. It's emanating in blue magic. So you recognize the blue as the color of conjuration. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it is not in the ley line, but you can see magic seeping out of this volcano. Okay, so it's it's being hidden in the volcano or held in the volcano at yes. least. Um, the orb f- flows through into the volcano, and you see a large room. The <coughs> lava has is being held. You can see magics over it, preventing it from incinerating everyone within the proximity of it, and also stopping it from erupting forth. Uh, it's, it seems like they intentionally wanted this pool of lava around the room. There is, at the moment, a conversation going on. That man you saw earlier who called himself Kretz Mahal, or the channel of Kretz Mahal, yeah. is in the center. And there is a woman standing before him. As traditional with Dark Elves, she is uh, wearing nothing but a loincloth. And she has a blindfold over her face. Uh, she has in one hand a long chain that is <clears throat> animated and flowing around her serpent and uh, serpentine like and in the other hand she is holding the orb that you yeah. know has the power of Tarasque. Tell me what good is this orb right now? Ah, it is an incredible source of power, mistress. Yes. But the fool lost the staff, and you're making a new one. It's a slow procedure. Tell me, why does it take so long for you to do so? You have the ear of a demon, from what I understand. Mistress, it is not a simple matter. We cannot construct the staff. That is why we had the aid of the Emperor. Then use one of your slaves. Of course, Mistress. I already have the men in Shapir working on this. Does that name ring a bell? The land of Shapir is a um, uh, a plains region between... It's uh, just south of Daventry, and it's probably the most intermixed area on the entire continent. Um, it's a lot... There's a lot of trade roads go through there, but it's... The, the humans from the Imperial lands live there, a lot of natives live there, uh, elves live there, um, most of the dwarves who have come over who don't live in the mountains live there. Wood elves live there? Or yes. High elves. Both. Note oh. to self, wipe out the population of Shapir. <laughs> <laughs> no. Divine the people working for the dark elves in Shapir and wipe them out. But it's so much faster. I don't like your expediations. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try anything twice. Do you know when I they will have it ready? Pawn of Mahal. Uh, it should be ready very soon. Then go retrieve it. 
I shall set forth immediately. No. Don't send one of your messengers. Go retrieve it yourself. That is why we have teleportation circles, is it not? Uh, yes, mistress. Immediately. Uh, he turns and walks with a great deal of expediency away from this woman. She stands there and just stares into the orb. She begins chanting slowly under her breath to it. Uh, and to clarify this, Duncan was the only one who understood any of this, because as far as I know, he's the only one who speaks Dark Elven. Um, oh boy, we have to get... Is Dark Elven a separate yeah, language so from Elvish? Whole, yeah. Oh. Yes. Then, that's correct. Uh, actually, um, the minute they started talking in a language I didn't understand, I would have cast Comprehend Languages on myself. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh... Hold on, I believe Comprehend Languages is touch-based. Uh, I would have uh, cast Tongues. Tongues works. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can cast no, too. for Comprehend Languages, for the duration, you understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that you hear. Okay. You also understand any writing that you see, but you must be touching the service on which the word is Okay, written. cool. That's okay. Uh, tongues lets you speak any language, or be understood when you speak. Yeah. It's the opposite. It's the literal opposite. And, languages. well, it works both ways. Yeah. Tongues is better. Yeah. So, Yichirash, you're, you're the only one who didn't understand that. Cool. So... Alright, you uh, you all cast your spells and you, you understood that then. Yeah. Uh, her chanting resists your magic. Hmm. Uh, uh, it is not translatable. Duncan. It's arcane. Tra- it's arcane. Tra- it's- Roll me an intelligence check. It's, it's magic words. <laughs> Or me a d20 and go Do I recognize the nature of her chanting even at the so roll a d20. Roll a d20. This is and not add the, full the sort of ritual magic you're familiar with. Okay. We guess three or four. Natural 20. <laughs> Natural 20. Unfortunately, like I said, you were trying to roll under your intelligence, which means that that's a critical failure. Oh, yes. well then. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you lived in. You know this is chanting. Yeah. She is chanting. She's doing that thing that they do when they chant. That's a save. Oh, wait. I can re-roll any save. It's not a save. It's not a save. It's an ability check. It's an ability check. We heard heard intelligence save. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... uh, You have no clue. I have no clue. Um, But you, you do understand language because you're not trying to use magical means to understand it. Yeah. Um, she is she is talking to someone like you can't she's talking quietly so you can't pick out all the words but it sounds like she is talking to someone she's chanting it but it sounds like one end of a conversation which is really Mm -hmm. off-putting she's clearly possessed by all of you can tell she's clearly possessed by something right now yeah she has um, Faust, you've seen people channel powers. She is channeling right now. Yeah. She is warlock channeling. Um, <sighs> I have two questions. One, do I know the teleportation circle in or near that place that he was? That they were shape here. Shape here. Uh, there is not one in shape here. Most of the teleportation circles are along the mountain ridge. Uh, you could teleport to one within a day's journey of shape here. 
Okay. You're guessing that the teleportation circles he's referring to are not on uh, not oh, on the not on the normal network. Yeah. Okay. Could I try to roll an insight check to see like whether she might be possibly afraid of what she's channeling, whether she's yeah, really an insight a check. cool demeanor or um while that's happening, I sort of reach through my link. 25 on a natural 20. Um Do you know their secrets? You know, she. Kretz Mahal is afraid. Kretz Mahal is afraid of the demon he's channeling. He's afraid of this woman more. Okay, and this woman is definitely seems this woman very much in control. She's is, not putting up a facade. No, she is one hundred percent in control, All and right. she is deadly serious. Like she's not hiding anything. Well, All right. Uh, you reach out to Grimgall, but there is no response. Well, we at least know a next course of action. I believe we should make our way to Shapir and deal with this n- night elf and the staff he seeks to retrieve. From him we can gather more information. If his method of transport is a circle of teleportation, by the time we reach Shapir, he will be gone. I can get us, I can get us within a day's travel of Shapir. A day's travel will mean he will be gone. Unless the teleportation circle he is reaching out to is equally distant from the town. There's not one within the town, at least not that I know of. It's very easy to hide things. Also, you remember the staff isn't made yet. He's it's going there to ex. <laughs> Yeah. So also, also, yeah. the staff isn't made. They are making it there. He's then we should move it. very fast. Indeed. Thank you very much for your assistance, Jason. Tell me, she says, intrigued. What is this going on? Did you not read it from my ally's mind? The end of the world. Yes. But there is so much more to glean. I would not tempt it. When I met him, he was dripping acid onto a floor from his mouth. (laughs) He's a unique individual. The illusion, by the way, hasn't gone away. Like... She doesn't care about illusions. Yeah, I think she one hundred percent knows. She read your mind. She's a divinist. She read your mind. She knows you're a dragon. She always has true seeing. What are you talking about? Still, once we've once we've unfurled the notes of this mystery, I will be sure to return and inform you in full. I will expect it. Of course, and I will turn to leave and head back towards Celebration Circle. You all leave? Oh, definitely. I uh, have one more teleportation circle before I need to rest. Who's, so. the, la- who's, the, last per- who, who's the last person to leave the room? Probably me. Probably Duncan? And I'd probably be dragging him out. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just looking at her. Roll me a perception check. Uh-oh. What's perception? I forgot. It's perception. The one that you probably have a minus two. No, that's persuasion. There it is. <laughs> Roll a one. So, Alright. Give me a six. Congratulations. <laughs> you see nothing. Uh, Yitarasu, if you're dragging him out, roll a perception check as well. Woo! Anyway. Just carry him out as like a cat or something. 19. Okay, you saw nothing, Isaac. 
<laughs> okay. All right. You go back to the summing, the teleportation circle. Yeah, How and I will use. Later, you'll start turning purple. And I will use my last fifth level spell of the day. It'll be very noticeable against the green. To teleport us <laughs> to the nearest teleportation circle. All right, you teleport. Uh, it's about two towers south. There, there's a tower roughly every. I don't know it's only a tower south. There's a tower roughly every fifty miles along this range. So there's um, a full dozen towers. Um, but you go to the tower. Uh, this time there is someone there who looks up and down at your group quite distastefully. Male transfer. Male. You think. I don't care. Do I recognize It's them? hard to tell with these elves. Do I recognize <laughs> Hammer them? Uh, no. You, you, you've seen him before, but you don't know his name. I simply give him a curt nod and walk past. You all get judged on your way out. I judge them. <laughs> I, well, I'm actually going to turn to him. I'd like me to roll sorry, a maybe to help you. I would like you to roll me intimidate check for judging. Intimidate or charisma? <laughs> she looks at him and winks. <laughs> roll me a persuasion check. In, 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 intimidate? Yes. That's a twenty-six. I want to take the reasonable path. Um, What's the reasonable path? I, I turn to Tim and ask. I'm sorry. May we help you? <laughs> Twenty-four. This man has a rush of emotion goes going on right now. Uh, he's a little flabbergasted and confused. Uh, 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 no, no, thank you. <laughs> I, I look over to the other people in my party. I keep moving, you. Just keep moving. Keep Apologize. I pull him. I come, pull him this time. come, you Tarasu. I walk forward. I. As I, ju- I, I judge people for 26. <laughs> as I've said previously, my people do not care much for those who are not of our kind. Yeah. I find their fascination with such thinking counterproductive. And I leave I them. see no reason for that to be two-way, but... <laughs> no, but... I suppose we've got a world to save. We can't uh, be polite or anything. <laughs> Mm, I certainly can, so long as it doesn't take time away from the saving of the world. As we turn to walk away, Tyrell snumbs on with this. Just to get under his skin. He Come is on. not happy at you, <laughs> but you don't seem to care, so... <laughs> we pretty much put him on. I judge harder. Well, what's he going to do against all of us? I mean... He's not going to do anything. He's uh, just going to well, look at That's why we... <laughs> you... it's, it's mob rule. We can do oh, wow. Um... So he judges you back equally hard, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled a natural 20 on his intimidate slash judge check. There's just lightning sparking between the two of us. I mean, you're both spellcasters, yeah. so... Please don't discharge any electricity within the tower. So anyone standing between them takes some cold damage. <laughs> I'm immune to cold damage. Well, I mean, good. it's cold here, so... It's already cold. All right, well, head, head I will lead them out of the tower. Alright, um... But so, whatever leaving the tower, there is a small... There is a small settlement. People do live here. There are, you know, it, it is... It's not a city in regards to size, but it is a city in regards to level of construction. We're just going to march through town. <laughs> if there's any supplies that any of you would like to gather before we leave, this is as good a place as any to acquire. 
Um, there are roads down these mountains the, that... I, I'm assuming the people that live in the village aren't necessarily as haughty as the elves that live in the tower? There aren't any... There's not too, too many elves that live in the tower. The people in the city are... Haughty? But more... Slightly more reasonable. Because they're not spellcasters. I'm assuming in a city of high elves I can find simple <laughs> magic items. That depends on what you're looking for. Hang on, I need to find out the specific armor that I'm looking for first before I find the mag- the common magic item. Version. Glamoured studded leather? No, no. <laughs> um, so, are you, any of you guys looking for anything that you have chunks Glamour- of change? Glamoured studded leather, so it's like regular studded leather, except instead of being studded with anything practical, it's just bedazzled pink. No, That's exactly what glamoured means in the Indies. Exactly. I mean, you can make it look like that if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> or you can make it look like something else. I can't, I can't get light armor that matches my mage armor, so never mind. Yeah. I mean, studded leather is light armor. It's only 12 instead of 13, which is my mage armor. Oh. Mage armor's real good. No, oh, mage armor is better than... Um, I was going to say I wanted to get um, the common magic item that is the, the armor that just kind of exudes black smoke, but... <laughs> I want to look at what Because you just want to paint evil on your face? <laughs> okay. Uh, you find a weaponsmith. Mm-hmm. It's a um, an older elf with white hair in front of a forge. Being in front of a forge, he is... It's a lot warmer in here, thankfully. And he is shirtless, revealing a very fit and trim torso. He's hammering away, but unlike most smiths you've seen, his hammering is very meticulous. He doesn't have a massive a blacksmith's hammer. He seems to be doing it very, very slowly. Okay. I'm going to follow her into when I find out what she's doing. I'm, I'm, oh no. I'm does basically have, keeping an eye on the group. So. Does he have like weapons he, up, he like has, for sale? Or? He has a few weapons on display um, that are works of art. But you're guessing he's got more um, around here than what's standing up. Okay. Um. All right. He's he's not paying any attention to you. She's gonna walk up to him. What sort of weapons do you specialize in? The classics, he says, uh, showing you uh, the weapon he's working on right now is made of a strange material. It appears to be... As you, as you look at it closer, it looks almost crystalline in nature. We've discovered a method of folding quartz crystals into copper. It produces a rather interesting effect. Though it does take... Uh, he says, um, flipping the the blade over and running his hand over it, uh, and you sense him using magic. Some rather unorthodox blacksmithing techniques. Actually, I would probably be there too, because I need to get something too. And how much would one of these run me? That would depend. Each item is so individually crafted. So meticulously made. <laughs> Bullshit, Gerard. <laughs> you mass-produce these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, but elven mass production is way slower than dwarven mass production. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'm there with her, by the way. Yeah. So. Yeah, you, you would recognize this. This is the good stuff. This yeah. is like... Dwarves don't admit to it, but they're jealous of this stuff. The one you are currently showing me, how much? <clears throat> he holds it up. Uh, when it's done, 250 gold. Actually, I want to look around. Well, May I see some of the others? Of course. Uh, he walks, uh, he lays it down, focuses on it, and um, it begins glowing slightly, and he steps away. He pulls aside an elaborate curtain, and you see well-organized, but full uh, assortment of weapons. All elegant. He's got lots of pole arms, a few swords, longer than any sword that you've seen before. Hmm. Um, apparently this metal hold this strange metal with the stone mixed in holds up better to full-sized sword production than bronze or copper. Full-sized sword production. A full-sized sword is a gladius, sir. These are like yeah. long swords. These are really long Does he swords. have any daggers? He does. He has an assortment of daggers. The daggers are interesting in that they are um, most of his daggers don't seem to have nearly as much of the metal aspect to them, and they're almost entirely crystalline. Would that be what my dagger and is? Yes. I've got, I've got a dagger here. And about how big are the daggers? He has everything from uh, ones that are just small shards that you're guessing would only be good for throwing to a particularly gorgeous inlaid knife that is almost a foot and a half long. What's his name? Um, if I... May I pick this up to feel the weight? Oh, yes. No, he, he, he's... Um, about how... He- Ristel. Ristel. About how heavy would you say it is? It weighs basically nothing in your hand. It's clearly magical. How much is this? <laughs> you have good taste. He steps forward. That item, 700 gold. All right. But let me show you. He holds out his hand to take it. You um, <laughs> see over in a, a, a separate area, he has a, um, a, a, like a, a small bag. Mm-hmm. He hurls the knife. Uh, it flies through through the air weightlessly, stabs into the bag. He then uh, motions back, and it returns to his hand with the bag in it. Mm. And uh, he takes it and um, runs it just a short distance across his arm, and it shaves his arm perfectly. What little hair he had. All right. I'll take this one. And I'm going to find another dagger that not quite as elegant as this one. More of a basic one. Mm-hmm. Um, probably about medium in length, like average something dagger. For your, something appropriately sized for oh, your yes. child. Uh, you're able to find one. It's probably about nine inches long. and It's, it's, it's probably intended for throwing, mm-hmm. but um, it has a bit of a cross guard to it. How much? That one? Simple piece. 50 gold. 
All right. I'll give him 750 gold. This is was Restal? Yes, Restal. He seems mildly uh, intrigued at the amount of gold you have on you, but... All right, so his dagger, it's... Um, it is a regular dagger, except it gets a plus one to hit because of how light and effortless it is. Your dagger is a... I don't have the stats for a regular dagger. It's, it's a, a, a 1d4. 1d4. And it's one, they can be thrown they, and they have... 1d4 finesse light thrown. Plus, yeah. and this is a plus one? Yours? No, Kai's. His, it has plus one to hit. It does not have plus one to damage. To so small hit. It is. Okay. Um, the uh, the throne range, by the way, is 30 feet for short range. Long range is 60 feet. Normally. Yeah. Your dagger... Yes. ...is full plus one. So plus one to hit, plus one to damage, and it has double the throne range. So 60, 120. Six, you can throw it 60 feet or 120 feet at disadvantage. And it'll come back. And it returns to your hand. Is that 1d4 plus 1? Uh, yeah, 1d4 plus 1. Plus your dex. Plus dex, okay. Um, <coughs> also, uh, he shows you a trick with it. Um, uh, once per day, you can, th- uh, you can throw it, and um, it's covered in... G- it's got gold inlay all across it. And once per day... Uh, you can throw it, and you can teleport to wherever it hits. Uh, he demonstrates. He throws it at a post, um, and then closes his eyes and focuses, and he appears at the post holding the dagger. All right. Excellent. Do you perhaps have a short blade that might be uh, useful for me? Of course, Galadier. What in particular are you looking for? Basically a short sword. Um, whether it's magical or not depends on what it can do. It all, like all of his base items give a plus one hit because of the balancing on them. Yeah. Um, um, does he have anything special that's also a short sword? In short swords, he has a few items. Uh, he's got two in particular. One, he shows you um, it's a little bit uh, odd for a short sword. The cross guard goes out differently, um, and as you hold it, uh, he he has you hold it, and then uh, he brings up a stick and brings it at you, and you instinctively block it. it gives you a plus one shield bonus mm-hmm. uh, whenever you are wielding it. A defensive sword. Yes. Uh, turns out that's useful. He has small blades for mages here. I know a lot of things <laughs> for mages. Um. And then he has another one that um, it's it, this one has no metal in it at all. It's entirely made out of the quartz material. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will if you hit somebody with it, you may cast a touch spell through it once per day. Hmm. So any anything any spell you have with a range of touch. Um, how much for the defensive one? The defensive one uh, is three hundred. It gives you a plus one to hit. It does not have a bonus to damage. I will take this one. Though my companions may have some use of the other blades that you have at your disposal. And I will indicate to the rest of the group that if they want something nice, this is the guy to buy it. Also, he does have flat plus ones of almost every weapon type. 
He does also have armor for those of you intrigued yeah. in armor. And I, I, I definitely will indicate to uh, Duncan, uh, to Duncan's um, machuadle, that he might find a upgrade for his weapon of choice here. Yeah, because right now you've got what? Just a plus one. This is plus one, plus one hit, plus one damage. I mean, if I can get plus one smoldering studded leather, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, smoldering. First of all, you're not going to get leather out of him. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, he doesn't do. You l- could get that sword with a touch. Type, I, can, I can only wear light armor. <clears throat> it's a short sword, yeah. so I don't know if you can use a short sword, can you? Uh, I believe warlocks can use. I have a defensive short. Sword. All simple weapons. So yeah, I believe short sword is still in I believe they're martial. Uh, check. It's in PHP. But, um, so. would, he, uh, would he have a? Um, wait. What? What? Like, I, I can do a bastard sword with one hand, right? Yes. Yes, I've got the strength. I mean, it, it, it's basic. They, they've switched okay. out, so it's just a long sword now. Oh. Long swords okay. include okay. bastard swords. Yep. And he does have... Long swords have versatile. Does he, does he, have he, one... he does have swords. Like, of a length that you're unaccustomed to. Um, he does have long swords. Do you see anything that would give me better damage than, than a 1d8? He oh, does... How, how much was that? 350? It was three hundred even. 300, 300. He, but he, as you approach, he, uh, he, as you, as you them, he, he looks at you and he notices. May I see that? He says, indicating your mahuadl. Okay. <clears throat> he he yeah. touches it. Um, remember, you got this uh, made by the gnomes, and right. it has an amount yeah, of magic in it. Yeah, it has magic. In it. Well, this is a fascinating piece of work. Yes, I've had it worked on. Clearly. The stonework's a bit shoddy, though. The wood, perfectly weighted. Only ever seen gnomish. This is gnomish, is it not? Yes. Yes, indicative of their quality. Unfortunately, rather incomplete. I don't have anything like this, but... Will you be coming back this way? Workers... I can see to it that he does. Yeah, we can probably swing back. Or I can send a messenger for an additional fee. In a day or two, I could have this properly remade. Interesting. For how much? (laughs) Well, that depends on how properly you want it remade, doesn't it? (laughs) It does with a bit of a (laughs) smile. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, what... uh, what sort of budget do you have? Um, <clears throat> well, uh, around a thousand. Mm, a thousand gold. Mm-hmm. You'll be pleased with the results. I'll take it your brutish exterior belies an equally brutish interior. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I presume as much. That's I the like way his admittance. That's the way life is. <laughs> I like his admittance of it. It's great. It's like, I know what I am. <laughs> he knows what he's good at. <laughs> he, he is a the fully other. realized character. I shall have him, he says, indicating a massive eagle that is sitting on the post, deliver this to you within the next day. We should be arriving at our destination in a day. 
So, yeah, it may be, be good. Um, it may be useful to acquire an additional weapon prior. You don't you have other weapons on you? Yeah, I've got a few things now. Oh, uh, like you've got, don't you have a, a plus one staff? Yes. Yeah, I got yeah. A plus one staff. Just a good also. old beat stick. It's just a, yeah. That's one d six. Got right. a beat stick. I've got a beat stick too, but it's actually I still have. A, yeah, I got a sickle and an obsidian dagger and stuff. Um, the other thing to consider would be. I am now Gandalfing it. Is there a Shing. place that sells amulets around here that might uh, assist me in? Oh if you're magical looking for ears. magical items, this is the place to be. Yeah. You're proficient with short I might want to shop yeah. around a little bit Elf. find out. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> well, let Upgrade. me know your budget before you okay. leave, and I will see to it. All right. <clears throat> Just out of curiosity, what kind of... Um, just in there, compare staves. For what kind of bonuses are we talking Mine's about? Mine's with, with yours, cryptic. Yours is made of bone, covered in runes. Mine is made of You're not sure. petrified wood. Yeah, he has not told you. Quartz petrified wood and has a stone hovering up in a circle. I mean, with. So, this whole time I've been sort of looking around at sort of a variety of his things. What do. What are the general designs of things? Like. How does he actually design them? Like, are, are they more? Because you said they're all very artistic pieces. As yes, well curved as blades and such. Uh, the blades don't have much of a curve to them because of the way quartz grows. <clears throat> yeah, um, a lot of them have <laughs> sort of runic designs engraved in them. A lot of gold inlay. Uh, the, the 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 color of the material itself is an odd. The, the the quartz in it has an odd blue glow to it, and then it is reflecting off of this straight copper, which mm. gives it a very, you know, a gold and blue motif in general. The designs, the inlays tend to be... They're not nature themes, you know, it's not like leaves of the stuff, but it's mm. inspired, it's an abstraction there. Have you ever seen um, Islamic art? Yeah. Or the or the like, filigree, like like the Islamic. It, it, it's it's almost like you took the writing and turned it into patterns and, and degrees. Mm-hmm. It's that yeah. interesting. It follows natural motifs and takes inspiration from nature, but it's not in and of itself like a nature motif. Hmm. It's all very pretty. The, seeing their Weapons things, seeing war that the wasted on me. more expensive, fancy-looking things tend weapon. to be magical because that's how yeah. I always work. Um, I mean, if he's going to spend that much time making it, yeah, yeah. To be able to I stand up around at, um, give it out. Hmm. Says the glass cannon. Yeah, I gotta say, <laughs> I have more hit points than you do. Yeah. Are there any like small armor pieces, like bracers or something, I could wear in addition to this but, armor? Yes. Okay. There are helmets, bracers, but greaves, and boots. See my mage armor's on. Hmm. Slightly higher than mine. Well, actually, the bracers would be kind of redundant. What with shields, and I want to be at least quasi logical here. Yes. You know. Yeah. And you know, blue, blue and gold with green on everything. That that just looks cool. So, yeah. what are what kind of helmets are there? Uh, there are a f- he doesn't elves, have as many elves helmets. don't wear helmets <laughs> there are a few helmets they tend to be very light in appearance helmets dread gaze 
Um, <laughs> there's one <laughs> in particular. That there's one outfit in particular that is. It looks like it's designed to be worn over. Um, uh, it, it looks like it's a ceremonial amount of stuff. It has a helmet to it, and then it has like not they're not full pauldrons. They're not big pauldrons, but they're elements that go across the shoulder, down the torso, uh, strappings, and then boots. It looks like it's meant to tie into uh, a ceremonial outfit, hmm. and it is very elaborate. But at the same time, sturdy. Okay. I'm is your is your twenty two AC not high enough for you? Of course not. Of course, my twenty two AC is not high enough for me. I need like a thirty seven AC. Yeah. Okay. If that doesn't have um, thirty seven ACs. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I'm going to walk over to it and inspect the detail on it. And I look over to him. Um, a particularly fine piece here. Yeah. Damn it. That is designed. Character left and I didn't get his ring from him. Worn by the generals over their armor itself. It's is not designed to protect you in the traditional manner. I need a spear on the ring. But those in high position find other threats. Assassination or the like. Hmm. The armor will make you equally resilient from all points, covering your vitals. Out of game, you are immune to backstab, and you can make a constitution saving throw to negate critical hits in this armor. Prevent yourself from losing an arm. Get or, that boy an arm loser. Wait, it's wait. also protect the helmet in particular protects the mind. It will give you advantage on any saving throw meant uh, on any saving throw specifically that would um, have forcible entry into your mind. So paralysis, which is a mind affecting effect, wouldn't do it, but someone trying to read your thoughts or dominate you, it would affect. So it's pseudo the thing that elves have naturally. Yes. Advantage against charm, being charmed. That'd be advantage against being charmed, basically. Yeah, but it, mm. it, it fixes a, a slightly broader spectrum. And how much for this workmanship? 600 gold. This one just looks cool. It does look cool, and I like cool looking. Like, because the, the the armor naturally grew on to me, and that I can tell that it was molded to me to a degree. So I could kind of reshape it a little bit, also to accommodate this. You've learned that as you put things on yourself, the 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 the, the living armor reshapes itself around things. It grows around whatever you're wearing. That would look sweet. Um. I'm actually looking for not a magic blacksmith, but more magic things, because weapons of war are kind of lost on me. Sure. Well, let's let's finish real quick. Too. Yeah. Uh, do you, uh, he he offers to let you try it on. I I I, I want to try it on. So the, the the vines recede and it try and you put it on and it, it grows back around it and you you look like a crystalline statue 
that has been let to sit and vines have grown up around it. You you look like the emblem of your oath, is what he's saying. Basically. <laughs> Basically, now I look less druid and more paladin like I should. You look like a Goliath druid. <laughs> <laughs> like not class, druid race. <laughs> I, I take a second look at it. You look like that. Yeah, pretty Can much. You see that picture? <laughs> BB. Yeah, pretty much. Anybody that has a player's handbook out there, turn to page 87. That's what he looks like. <laughs> well. Well, Paladin, it suits you. It certainly does, and I certainly think its abilities will come in handy. 600 gold. I I count the 600 gold. Alright. You get to keep looking spiffy. Man, I've been really good for my people today. <laughs> really good for this blacksmith today. <laughs> just just like over there, hold a hand out underneath the counter and get fetch excited. <laughs> yeah, I was like, alright, hold on, where's the kickback? <laughs> uh, we're we're going to come back for your little weapon thing. Well, no, there, he, this building's yeah. just going to have another wing. He's going to deliver it. <laughs> like, yeah. Eventually we're going to come back here and this building's just going to be a small castle. Alright, William, what you doing? What are you looking for? So I'm I'm more looking for things that aren't weapons and armor, things that are items of magic, things that you're looking for a clockwork amulet. No. <laughs> so there are yeah, clothiers, there's jewelers, there's there doesn't seem to be a specific magic shop except for and somebody who's selling magical reagents. Everyone everyone is a magic shop. <laughs> yeah, it looks like most people have magic. In, magic is interwoven into people's daily lives. Yeah. Here. I'm I looking for wondrous items. Hmm? I'm looking for wondrous items. Specifically, I'm looking for like a bag of holding. <laughs> uh, if you're looking for a bag, oh, bag with me, you're guessing a clothier. <laughs> so yeah, so a clothier would probably be a good starting point. Okay. Did I have a bag of holding? Did we have a bag of holding? Nobody had one. No one had one. No one had so one. You, you part step of why in. I'm looking for one. In this part of the there is, uh, there are a pair of tailors. They are identical twin sisters. And they are um, busily, but still gracefully and almost loungefully working on a dress of absurd detail. Mm-hmm. The embroidery on it is ridiculous. Greetings. I'm going to follow him around, shopping around a little bit before uh, before okay. my decision. Yeah. Mm. They look up to you. What are you wearing? Uh, my, like, long black traveler's robes that have, like, the bare chest. Yeah. Hold on, that won't do it all, says one of them as she walks up to you and begins, uh, ra- uh wrapping string around you and measuring you. They, they feel scales instead of skin. Uh, no, 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 that won't work. Ooh, for the height, the proportion. Ah, color scheme. Sadly lacking. You didn't accent color. Uh, what do you think, sister? Oh, I'm not sure. Perhaps... Well, black is a good color to go with grays, but I think we need something to make it pop. But not a blue. He doesn't seem like a blue person. Red is so overdone nowadays. The illusion, like, after a while of them looking me over, the illusion just kind of wipes away. They seem oddly unfazed because they've been touching you. Yeah, they they, they knew the scales were there. 
Are you just letting them do this? Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just letting them examine. This is this is this is their this is their skill. Now, if you said greys, what if we went with silver? Mm, yes, silver and black is an imposing color. Still dark and not outstandish, but dignified, strong. It would also match the staff I wield. Oh, are you wielding the? Yeah, it's, it's it's in my left hand. Like as I'm standing there with them with them. Mm, another dis. Tasteful element, but I bet we could bring dignity to it. Yes, yes. Now, practicality. Clearly, this is a man who travels. Elven spun fabrics will keep you comfortable in any climate. Don't be concerned about that. Do we like the bare-chested look? I'm not sure that we do. <laughs> now, of course, it is good to accent the muscular nature of him. Yes, he does have a rather impressive set of muscles. <laughs> ah, but perhaps if the fabric merely held to him better, an open chest, one that drove down, pulled away to the shoulders to reveal it, yes, more mysterious. <laughs> more David Bowie. <laughs> Dragon David Bowie. Uh, they're now uh, holding up swaths of cloth to you. Um, as they hold the like, as the, they touch your flesh, like you have scales, but this is the most absurdly comfortable fabric you have ever felt. Mm-hmm. And like, as it touches you, it changes the temperature. You feel content temperature. Yeah. Like as they begin wrapping things around you, and they they they've pretty quickly and without you saying anything have wrapped you up in an out uh, an outfit that is. Partially robes, but it goes. Uh, there, there are pants underneath it, and it goes up in the front a little bit and, and separates, so you, it doesn't inhibit movement at all. And it, and it shows, uh, and it's got silver line trimming on it. And then it's it, it goes up at the top. It's purposefully left open all the way down the chest hmm. in, in such a manner as to always accentuate your form. And every little bit of it, you're inside. There's no breeze. But somehow the way it moves is perfect and in flowing. It all billows. <laughs> it all billows. The sleeves billow out. You have a robe of billowing. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the sleeves billow out. Um, the girl looks... He's a dragon, yes? Now, I know he's a black dragon, which is typically acid, but um, perhaps... Uh, she grabs a separate outfit that is clearly not what you're only wearing, but she slides it up under, and um, uh, she says... Uh, Focus on something that angers you. <laughs> That's not hard. <laughs> right now he's focusing on the halfling that got away. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you focus, uh, the silver lining changes color and turns a deep crimson, and almost looks like it's dripping blood. And as each drop of and as each drop that is clearly illusionary hits the floor, it smokes and uh, and. Um, uh, a black fog is emanating from the all of the billowing parts of the road. <laughs> I appreciate it. Eventually, after we get done with the blacksmith, we're heading to find the other two. So, I want to know when we this see this. This has taken a while. Like, yeah. They have spent a good 15 minutes. So we, 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 we've all caught up right about this point, I guess. Yes, and you see, like, the... Out- the outfit is not done, but like just the craftsmanship, everything, and the way it's pinned on. So my 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 disguise self looks like what a black dragon would wear if they wanted to parade the fact that they're a black dragon. Now my outfit looks like it too. <laughs> yes, I thought of lean over. Well, ladies, I see you're doing your good work as normal. 
Yes, yes. I, would, I do wish you would let us work with your outfit. It's so... I'm quite comfortable, thank you. Last century. <laughs> Fortunately enough that I'm from a few centuries back, so it's modern for me. Oh. Haven't asked me yet. You're an adventurer, yes? I am. You get into magical battles all the time, I presume. I try to avoid it if I can, but it is an inevitability. Hmm. <laughs> You like surviving, right? I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is an intelligence check. <laughs> um, well, I'm about that. About. Yeah. I do. Good, good, good. Um, this fabric does tend to be slightly uh, resilient to spell touchings. Um, if you could, sister, just to confirm, uh, <laughs> she flicks a finger and um, a small, uh, just almost like a static shock, touches the fabric and is, and is absorbed into it. Failed shocking grasp. Yeah. Good, good, good. Perfect. All right. Now, the craftsmanship. Oh, this could take all afternoon. The fabric. Oh, this is such well-spun fabric in the silver laying. 500 gold. I don't even question it. It's like, here you go. <laughs> all right. So... Uh, what you have at the end of the day. <laughs> the, so it's, it's your robe of billowing like you wanted. Yes. Um, and smoldering. And smoldering. And smolders. Yes. <laughs> and blood. So if you're angry at a target, it gives you advantage on intimidate checks. <laughs> <laughs> because you needed that. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. Uh, what do I even call this thing? <laughs> robe of aggression. <laughs> The the robe of black dragonborn. <laughs> so it gives you advantage on intimidate checks. Um, it always is. It always feels comfortable to the point where um, it will allow you to. It will uh, allows you to ignore uh, up to five points of any fire or cold damage. Okay, so fire and cold. It. it Resists half the damage up to five points. Yeah. So, like, if you were to take six points of damage, you'd you only, only take, take three. three. But if you were going to take 20 points of damage, you'd take 15. Yeah. Um, and it gives you a plus two to your AC against touch spells. Or including range touch spells. Yeah. So... Advantage on Intimidate, Fire and Cold spells resist 5, or Fire and Cold resist 5, and plus 2 to AC against spell attacks, basically. Yes. Sweet. Um, and it, it does, it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks amazing. Um, and I appreciate this work, ladies, but I'm also looking for a means of transporting goods that are too bulky for our larger group. Oh, you can put pockets in it. That's not a problem. Uh, when you say bulky, do you mean by weight largely alone both. or by size? Sometimes both, but largely sheer mass. Mm, it's a bit more complicated. Oh, we have to... Yes. Uh, she pulls a side of the robe up and, and uh, goes over to a cart of cloths. Uh, this is a different robe. And she swoops it over it and pulls it back up and the cart is gone. And then she lays the robe down and pulls it back up and the cart is back. Hmm. Pockets. It can carry uh, about half a ton. Work- Dimensions don't matter. Workable. 
Of course, we might be able to get it up to a full ton, but that would cost, oh, goodness, at least an extra 500 gold. For the half ton we have that ready, we could probably have that for 300. Well, ladies, um... I can work the half ton, and I give them 300 for the... Good, they'd be immediately begin uh, altering the design slightly to stitch some pockets into the interior. Sweet. If- if you don't mind alterations, while I like the style of my robe, I could do something like that as well. The pockets? Yes. You like the style completely? If you wish, you can redo the style. Yes! Excellent, <laughs> excellent, excellent! So, uh, you're, you're, it's blue and black, right? It's blue and silver. Blue and silver, blue and silver. Oh, there's so much we can do with blue and silver. Thank you very much. Uh, they begin immediately, like... <laughs> Like a pack of hyenas on this I thing. just sort of stand there with the staff out to one side. It's basically how Faust is doing it. <laughs> just yeah. stand there and let them work. Uh, yes. There were three effects on that armor. It was the advantage on saves against people trying to get into my mind. Yes. The constitution saves against backstabbing and... Well, you're immune to backstabs and you get constitution saves against critical th- against critical, and, hits. critical hits. Yes. Okay. It was holding 1,000 pounds? Yes, it can hold up to 1,000 pounds, regardless of mass. Um, as long as it's not bolted down. Yeah. And I've got 500 gold to that I'm willing to drop on the clothes. So. On, the, on the full ton? Yeah. So you go for the full ton? Yep. All right. Um, Tara wants to ask them, how much would it be to just, just simply improve the style of my outfit? My dear, that's what we live for. Well, let's see. What's your outfit currently? You're you're still um, wearing like almost like Eastern, well, Western noblewoman's. Yeah, not no, not even noble, like middle class. We are. Absolutely- oh God, the hat's gone on stream. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's back. You, you are absolutely out of place here. Uh, red hair. That is a fascinating color. No elvish descent in you. No, I can't imagine. I do want to know your secrets. Regardless, that is none of our business. Color schemes. Color schemes of red hair. Well, red is such an imperial color, and gold. Gold goes along with it quite well. And elements of white, almost as though you were a a fox. That's what the hair reminds me of. Yes. Now, dear, you want to look Nice, or do you want to look fabulous? <laughs> what is your definition of fabulous? Uh, how, how, how big are you around? Like, like are you really skinny and slim? Yeah, she's really slim. <clears throat> they actually have some partial pieces that are almost fitted to you. And they start putting, like, throwing things on you that are partially made. And... They range from elegant and... Magic item shopping day. (laughs) They they range from elegant but simple to... Hold on, let me pick this up. They accentuate a variety of elements around you. You can can look seductive. You can look um, aloof. You can look mysterious. You can look just straight-up, picturesque, art-beautiful. Hmm... Can we go with a combination? Yeah, you can. Okay. You tell me what you want to look like, and or you tell these ladies what you want to look um, like, and they will, they will hook you up. Can I go with a combination of I a little bit mysterious, <laughs> a little bit mysterious, a little bit seductive, but mostly overall beautiful. 
they immediately set to work uh, producing a cascading fabric. So the overall design of the of this is red, and it's they they go with your your Asian style, and they produce what it's uh, kimono inspired, mm. and it's a red um, with it's got white accenting along it, but it has there are some gold elements to it. But as it moves, it shimmers into a golden... It shimmers with gold, and it connects all of your pieces together. They <clears throat> immediately notice your shoes are magical and begin adapting them into it. Now, how elaborate are we talking? Are we talking merely 50 gold elaborate, or perchance 200 gold? Let's go for 200. All right. Uh, they go all out. They give you a, an interesting hair tie that when you place it into your hair, you have complete control over how your hair looks at all times. Ooh. At will. Um, little, little cheating they do around here. Mm-hmm. And they begin adding elements into it, weaving gold thread through it. And the thread is made of gold. Um, and the smallest rubies into it such that they shimmer in, in the, the slightest bit of light. And what you have is an outfit that, again, all the outfits here, you are always comfortable in any weather condition. Um, it's not quite... Because it's, it's it's designed to be more for looks and less less utility, it's not quite as weather-resistant as it is. However, it does give you um, advantage on any persuasion check you're making to hmm. make people like you. So what, any seduction checks... Pardon? What advantage? Advantage. Like, you roll two dice and take the better. Oh, nice. Anytime you are trying to persuade somebody in a manner to like you, seduce them, or impress them with your beauty, or overall impress people. Blow them people. a kiss. <laughs> Alright. It won't help you necessarily diffuse the situation, but it could help you... Uh, you know, impress somebody with your mm-hmm. appearance. All right. This might stop a situation from happening. Yes. <clears throat> Anyone else while we're here? I look fabulous already. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I, you, they, they, they don't even try. With are you me. just going to go get. They just you, pretend you're not there. Are you just going to go with the sword then, Stan? Well, uh, there, there's other magical item no shops. Um, I can't think of anything I can really upgrade that's going to help me. More than that, anyway. I don't really think the clothing shop can do much with this, so... I mean, you were clothed by the blacksmith, basically. Yeah. yeah. You're referring I, to I, I your like character awesome. or you your actual party explosion? I mean, they can't improve this either. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Prestigitation just needn't it all. <laughs> Alright. Mm. Perhaps make it a little bit more flowing and majestic. I make it so. billow in the yeah, wind. Yeah, like, Okay. My bi- a billowing yeah. tinsel beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> billowing tinsel beard. <laughs> so are we that's leaving my, it? At- um. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, that's my Dave Matthews my cover sword. band. Billowing tinsel beard. <laughs> yeah, billowing tinsel beard. The staff doesn't want to say it, right? Yeah. It's, it's basically a sword down a damage step. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can probably away with that for a while. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and oh, just upgrade the sword and make it simple. Awesome. Please. You're going to have some fun. 
Okay. Give me we'll the that. best sword you can give. You just drop okay. a thousand gold in the sword. Put it on him. <laughs> Bam! He smiles. He immediately drops what he was doing. Is that all the doing. money you had? <laughs> no. Oh, I got okay. a few bucks more, but not much. Just enough for rations. If I, yeah, I should probably get a couple. But You know, I have, like, create food and drink. So if anybody forgets food, like, yeah. you know. You, have, you always have a place to live. And you always have uh, food and drink. And I can make the place to live impenetrable to scrying and divination magics. Because I have Morgan Cannon's private sanctum. (laughs) Nice. I can make up to a hundred yard area impenetrable. Two levels have a mansion. So. Well, now that we're all situated and equipped and you have all tasted the fruits of my people's labor, shall we continue on? Yes, we have sure. actually a time crunch. These this equipment has been very useful, but we do need to move. Yes. It will be useful. Yes, uh, I will lead us the way towards right. there. Uh, the there's place. the gate out because <clears throat> the city is walled, uh, and there's a stables next to the gate if you want to buy horses. How far away is it as a crow flies? A as the crow flies. <laughs> um, it's a solid. It, or if you love, phrase, as the fly spell flies. Um, <clears throat> it's a day's walk? ride. It's a day's ride. <clears throat> Walking would take twice that long. And flying would be a little faster. Right? How much are horses? Slightly faster. Horses are not super expensive. Uh, you you can get a you can get a good horse for five to ten gold. Oh okay. It's These not are not magical. It's magical things that are expensive. That's not that bad. We should probably get horses. You're in Elven land, so they'll definitely be the ten gold horses. But yes, if you'd like to get horses, that's perfectly fine. That may be useful for expediting our journey. I'll indicate in the stables. All right. You walk in. There's a a large number of beautiful steeds. There's a lot of white horses, but there are others. I want the purple one. I there are others. no purple horses. I want the horse no. of a different color. Which different color? <laughs> you have white, black, and brown. Well, white, black, oh, yeah. brown, palomino. There are they're all solid colors here. They don't have any. There's no Aww. no stripes. Isn't palomino a dotted zebra. color? No, it's like a reddish. Oh, yeah. Ooh, reddish. Well, I'll go with palomino. Okay. I just want a horse. You. I'm not buying a horse. Uh, I, um, I have to have a dark brown, a chestnut brown. You have to get to go with everything else. A wagon pulling horse because of your size. Ooh. Yeah, I'm only need Yama. Well, you have to get. A, you're still like nine um, feet tall. I can. I can. I can. Clydesdale. I need Yama even if I or, am the better part of a tree. So long as you provide me the defense, <laughs> I can assist you in this in this journey. You. you they have. They have. Um, Clydesdales. Or they might have. Yeah. Like they do, this is a snowy mountain region where they need heavy things pulled around. Hmm. Yeah, so they can have a Clydesdale for him or a Minotaur. I'm a heavy thing that needs to be pulled around. Yes, you are. I you, mean, I can I can turn into a rhino. You Faust also are going to need a Clydesdale. Yeah, I'm not wearing as much heavy armor as not he quite is, as buff a one. Yeah, because um, you're not, a and you're going to need two horses. You're going to need a Clydesdale, and then a, a regular horse will carry. Will carry Gora. And uh, you you are light enough that you can get a proper elven horse and ride with Kai. I was assuming he's really tiny, and you will need a bigger horse. You if you can you can get away with like just a good solid war horse though. 
Yeah. I can turn myself into a bird at will once per long rest. So. Where'd you say that? How much they were? Ten gold. Ten. Okay. Twenty gold for both of mine. Yeah. And like. I I don't need a horse. Feed is trivial. So, after you all have purchased horses, very well. In that case, I shall lead the way. All right. And in front of you, I, I turn into a, a large raven. Now be aware, it's mid-afternoon. You didn't get a horse, did you? Nope. Okay, it's mid-afternoon. Sure. You can leave tonight, but you'll probably have to camp halfway there. Yeah. That's okay. We can kill something. If we have to. We're safe. So yeah, I, 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 I turn into a raven and Famous perch on... <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? Sorry. <laughs> I, I turn into a raven and perch on one of their horses until they're ready to leave. Alright. You guys head out? Yep. Sure. <laughs> I feel I'm like sorry. I'm in school. Alright. Uh, you set out. It's. I, I will fight it off. You travel the better part of the day, and it's. Um, at the base of the, uh, it's probably you reach the base of the mountain before night falls, and you need to rest. Yeah. So I'll. Well, you specifically need to rest because you didn't sleep last night because you flew out. Yeah. I will land in front of. I will get their attention in bird form and then land and turn back into myself. Well, I believe this will be a good place to find some shelter. Okay. Proceed. Finding shelter, of course. Create some. Finding shelter. <coughs> oh, right. Create Leamon's tiny hut. Ah. That is a useful spell. Indeed. It's a very practical one. That's why I took I mean, develop the ability. <laughs> I cast Morden Kane's private sanctum on Leamon's tiny hut. <clears throat> All right. It's now a very... Uh, Morden Kane's, if I can find the page... It prevents it from being scried into. Okay. And no sound can pass through it, I believe. Either in or out. Favorite spell, Paranoid Kobolds. <laughs> yes. If I can find the spell in my sheets of spells. That's one problem with being a wizard. There it is. Uh, Privata Dolmi. I say. Um, I make an area within range magically secure. An area is a cube that can be as small as 5 feet to as large as 100 feet on each side. In this case, it encompasses the tiny hut. Um, and a little bit outside the tiny hut as well. Probably the area with the horses. Yep. Uh, sound can't pass through the barrier at the edge of the warded area. The barrier of the warded area appears dark and foggy, preventing vision, including dark vision, through it. Sensors created by divination spells can't appear inside the protected area or pass through the barrier as perimeter. Creatures in the area can't be targeted by divination spells. Nothing can teleport into or out of the warded area, and planar travel is blocked within the warded area. Hmm. So, basically... Yeah, you're safe. <laughs> there. Now we are both safe and have our privacy. Privacy, you mean? Privacy. privacy. We're on a new continent. You can't expect all pronunciation to carry over. Of course, privacy. Privacy. Pri- 
and we rest. All right. What? If you guys have anything, anything you guys do uh, before you rest, or you just no. I'm that's just resting. That's quite the. Uh, all right. I hope you had. And them. all right, you all get your rest. Adjusting some stuff. Um. I like your outfit, by the way. Yes, I appreciate it. Um. What? What is what's the what's the what's the vision status of everyone in the party? By the way, I have 120 foot dark vision. You also have dark have vision. Human sock vision. What? You, ha- you also have dark vision. Okay, I have dark vision. You have 60 foot dark vision. I have 60. So what we're saying is, there's one person with human suck vision and one person with low light vision. And everybody else doesn't need light. Okay. I believe half orcs also have 60 foot dark vision. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. The elf is the one with the. The elf also has 60 foot dark vision. No, I have 60 foot dark vision. Oh, you have 60 foot... Oh, right, they, they changed that. I forgot yep. they don't have low light vision anymore. Yeah, low light vision is kind of rolled into dark vision. Um, I will spend eight hours... Uh, I, I mean, I will I will spend... Yeah, I, I will basically spend... My, while I'm resting, because I trance, I don't actually sleep. Um, I will focus on adjusting my transmuter stone. Um, and then at the end of the rest... After everybody else does stuff, I will hand it over to Yi. Here. If you keep this on your person, you'll be able to see in the dark as well as anyone else. Cool. Well, as well as well, anyone else in this group. As well as an elf can, at least. Yes. When I hand that it would to seem you. to be the standard as of light. Do not lose it. Not as well as a devil can. Do you want me to roll a perception check on that, <laughs> or, 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 do you, or do you want your character to stay alive? My my ability is literally called Devil Sight. <laughs> I have a hundred and twenty foot dark vision that can pierce through magical darkness. <laughs> Can't pierce through the private sanctum though. Yeah, because it's not darkness. Yeah. it's just vision blocking. Yep. All right. So you pop out of your little home. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. You're traveling on your way. Rested and prepared. And the the rocky step. It, it, as you reach the base, it's begun to cool down. It's begun to warm up a little bit. And you see before you a large open plains. And in the far <coughs> distance, you can see a town. You can also I'll make perception checks. Certainly. Yay. Prescription checks. That's something entirely different. Uh, that Checking is... our glasses prescription? Yes. Uh, 17. Uh, 14. Uh... 26. The rock did nothing. <laughs> it, it lets you see in the dark. It doesn't make your vision better everywhere else. <laughs> yes. Most of um, you. So I didn't no, eat my carrots. No, you don't take the rock and put it in front of your eyes. <laughs> you hold it on your... Put it in your back. Um, so, sorry, you got what, Holly? 17. Alright. Uh, and I got 26. Everybody who got 16 and better. You see something flying in the distance that is not a bird. Is it a dragon? Is it a plane? <laughs> is it big? Is, is it, it Superman? Superman? <laughs> Everybody who made that check, roll me knowledge arcana, I guess? Or religion. No. One or the other. Uh, natural 20 makes that 29 for arcana. I didn't see it. 23. You both know that this is an imp. A lawful evil denizen of the. What? What? How far away would you say it is? Pardon? I want to kill 
How far away would you say it is? Uh, there are a few hundred feet in the distance. Can I get an exact distance, please? <laughs> uh, we'll say 300 feet. 300 feet? You're gonna blast it with something? I want to kill it. Uh, let me see. You don't see it. You don't need it. I cast Earthbind on it. Could you please finish what you were saying about it before? Oh, the, they, they're imps. It? They're, you know, extra planar. They, you, know, you both know that they're devils, not demons. Okay. Um... What does Earthbind do? Uh, I hold my hand out. Terra Vinctum. Range of 300 feet. And for me, it's actually 600 feet because I have Spell Sniper. Um, choose one creature you can see within range. Yellow strips of magical energy loop around the creature. The target must succeed a strength saving throw or its flying speed, if any, is resistant to zero feet for the spell's duration. An airborne creature affected by a spell safely descends at 60 feet per round until it reaches the ground or the spell ends. What sort of saving throw is it? Uh, it is a strength saving throw. Okay. And you don't have to hit, do you? No. They just save against it. And how many can you hit with it? Um, one creature. One creature? Okay. There's about a half dozen imps. I'm just trying to grab yeah. one. Pull it does not make it saving throw. All right. We should move and grab that one for interrogation purposes. Imps are not a good sign. I say as I hold my Now that he's pointed as, out, the rest of you see them. As soon as you say the word imp, I'm already running towards Don't it. Don't kill it, Toward please. It. Well, no. <laughs> and I'm moving towards it as it be- you can see it dropping out of the sky not fast enough to hurt when it hits the ground it drops safely well, well, their hit point is alive <laughs> alright so what are the rest of you doing you're, you're charging Yeah, char- I'll, I'll charge too you're charging I'm, I will move at a leisurely it, pace I am also moving at a leisurely pace I always pace. forget is polymorph a touch spell no what's the range on that uh, I don't remember it's a decent distance, though. Are you about to turn the imp into a what? fluffy bunny? Oh, yeah. that'd be much easier to I catch. Think it's Sixty yes. feet. I mean, it's it can't move right now. Its well, movement speed others. is zero. It can It'll crawl still, around. Flying speed is zero. There's five others. Are, so. um, I mean, it can. Oh yeah, yeah. It's flying speed is zero. It can so walk it can, slowly. It can walk when it hits. Yeah, the it's sixty feet. Falling. So if you turn it into a garden am snail, I, am I within range? Not yet. Okay, I'm going to advance on it. I, I mean, first, I'm going to tell my son to stay put where he is. Yeah, put him off the horse then? Yes. Okay. In the tiny hut. Yes. Well, the tiny Wait, hut. No, you, the you're you're away from the tiny we're, hut. We're, we're away from you just started traveling again. Okay. I will keep an eye on your son. Thank you. All right. All right. You begin approaching. Uh, everybody roll me some initiative. I'll, I'm staying back, but I'll roll initiative. Initiative. I'm, I'm staying back with the boy. And I I'm guess going last. I'll, I'll also uh, stay back. I don't think you are. It Good. doesn't have a value. I dare four. <laughs> hey, what's your initiative modifier? Plus two. I'm impressed that you managed to get worse. I rolled it. a two. You're not I going last. Well You're going you last. You have a higher initiative modifier than I do. <laughs> I got a four, and I have a zero modifier. I rolled a two. I win. I, mean, I, <laughs> I got a, a little better. I mean, you're welcome to win that competition. I don't care. Um, I got an 18. I got 20. I'll always go last 13. in the initiative. No one can take that from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like golf, right? <laughs> yeah. Only on ability checks, not initiative. <laughs> Let me guess. The Amp rolled a natural one, but has a plus three dex. <laughs> yep. So, um, first thing first, uh, the two of you are charging, but uh, you had the higher initiative, so you go. You're going to be going first. I By did, a lot. Well, I did call out, don't okay, kill it. Well, hold on. In the air. Something's happening. 
Um, as you start charging... It's not down yet on the ground, I don't think, is it? Mm-hmm. No. It's it, it, it'll be on the ground in a moment. Yeah. Um, so there's still a little bit of snow and ice because you're just leaving the base of the mountains. Yeah. And roll me a d6. <laughs> Slippery. Are we about to have some yakety sax music you roll, playing? You rolled a two? Yes. All right. You are surprised. I can't be surprised. Oh, because you have awareness? Yeah. Awesome. Hot you are not surprised as the ice on the ground forms itself into uh, some a devilish creature. And I hit it ice methods. Uh, it goes first, so it still attacks you. Okay. These are not ice methods. Oh. First of all, methods are chaotic. That's they fair. Don't. Methods are technically like demons if you had to class them. I don't think it hits you. What's your AC? I'll be at 18 right now because I'm not using my shield. Because the staff is all right. two-handed. So it tries to bite you, and um, the bite. staff's not two-handed. Staff you can use it one-handed. You're, you're big enough. Oh. Yeah, staff, staff, staff like can be really one. Yeah, you uh, like a club. Okay. Staffs, staffs are have versatile. Okay. So they d, can be it's a D six in one hand or a D eight and two. Yeah, yeah. D six in one hand, D eight and two. Uh, it does, however, hit you with its claws, which aren't nearly as dangerous. Okay. You take. Okay, burn it. D four. D four. Unfortunately, if I kill this thing, it doesn't leave a corpse that I can animate. You take ten slashing damage uh, from its claw. Ten. I'll turn it when it's alive, and if you raise it from the dead, I'll turn it when it's dead. <laughs> it swings its tail at you, hitting four. Um. There we are. Oh, this is the bad one to get hit by. 13 bludgeoning damage and 12 cold damage. Wow. You take 25 damage. And um, it will uh, uh, raise its claws and create a wall between you two and the rest of the group. Okay. So there's a ma- now a massive wall between the two of you. By b- between you two and everyone else. Hmm. So what does this thing look like? Is just got- Wait, what is this? Two- is like- that a spell? Um, no. Okay. What is, is this? <laughs> I can't yeah, counter spell. It kind of like humanoid. Like, it, it's like humanoid. Arms, it's... it's- arms and- Teeth. It, teeth. Imagine if you took like the stereotypical devil look, but put it on ice. Put put it in ice, ice. Okay, so instead of fire. Okay. Um, I mean, it's kind of insectoid looking too. Okay. All right. That sounds like a problem I can deal with. So, all right, and uh, Father, you're next. All right, I'm going to smack it with a stick. All right, you you use that stick. Uh, I'm not sure how to use this stick. Roll to hit. Yeah. If you um, hit, okay, roll damage. Five. <laughs> um, plus one, so eleven. That doesn't do any good. Uh, much good, does it? Oh, eleven to hit. Uh, no. I mean, double check its AC, but it's definitely not eleven. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Oh. 
Let me try that again. <laughs> try that a okay, few more that's times. Better. Uh, 20, 24. That hits. Okay. <clears throat> and this is a oh, it's one of these now. And John, what are you doing? Uh, first of all, telling those two that I'll guard their child and ward respectively, so they can go forward and grab the fucking imp. <laughs> Um, and your vision has been cut off by an opaque wall of ice suddenly. It has. Uh, okay, eight points of damage. Well, that's okay. not that good. And stomp kick. Um, yep. And don't forget, you get three attacks around now before you stomp yeah, kick. Right, right. So, did you make your third staff hit? No, of course not. Why should I? <laughs> I don't know how to use this weapon. I've never used it before. <laughs> um, remembering, remembering. Okay, oh, stomp is even worse. Okay. So one hit out of four. Um, I'm going to focus on making that imp injured enough that it can't. You can't run see away. it. I don't need to see it for this. Ah. Uh, I cast Ice Storm at the location that I know the imp is at because I have it in my Earthbind and I know where it's falling. Cool. Ice Storm has 300 feet. has a 300 foot range. Um, a hail of rock hard ice pounds to the ground in a uh, 20 foot radius, 40 foot ice yeah. cylinder. Uh, it needs to make a dexterity saving throw, which it can't because it current. I mean, it can. It, it has, can. It just has zero movement, flying speed. Yeah. Um, and is falling rapidly. It needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, versus a DC of 17. It doesn't look like it matters. And all, yeah, and all the imps around it in that area also need to make one. One of them made it. All right. In that case, um, they take seven, ten bludgeoning damage, and or the one that makes it takes five bludgeoning damage. Yeah. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Fuck. 12, 14. Four of them made it. I forgot they all have magic resistance. That's fine. Uh, so four of them take five damage. Nice the roll. Take ten bludgeoning. And then the ones that fail take 14, take 19 cold damage, and the ones that succeed take nine cold damage. That was a roll. Uh, also, the area, the area beneath them is now difficult terrain. Okay. So once the one hits the ground, it's going to have a hard time moving. All right. Uh, well, we'll do it until the end of my next turn. So your connection breaks. The earthbind breaks. Yeah, the thing died. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're imps. They have ten hit points. <laughs> well, whatever. Maybe some of the ones that survived it uh, uh, didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. So watch for that. No kill. How much? Didn't do bludgeoning and cold damage. Yeah. And the ones that saved took nine cold damage. Yeah. They're all dead. They're all dead. Oh well. No. You can answer. You can get answers from their corpses. <laughs> I don't know them. All right. We'll find out. Holly. <laughs> I don't have to speak to them I, right now. Can I get to it with Polymore now? You can't see any of them. Well, yeah, it's better that wall. they're dead and we can't ask questions. Uh, it would take you a full turn to get around the wall. Or if you have method to get over, um, actually, I have spider climb boots. Yeah, you can walk up the wall. The wall, you, if you want to approach, you can move and then, or you can okay, throw gonna, a knife over the wall. I'm gonna approach go and walk up the wall. No, I can't. Um, how tall is the wall? Twenty feet. <coughs> it's twenty feet by sixty feet. 
And it's five Which foot. It's five feet thick. You can stand on it. And we can I climb up the wall. This with my spider climb boots. Right. As you walk up, so their constitution. move action. You can now see over the wall. Uh, you see two dead imps and four imps that look very injured. Okay. Imps are also cold resistant. Yay. So they only take half cold damage. Yay. So you only did nine damage to all the imps who say they're saving throws. Can, can I cast a spell? You may cast any spell you would like. I would like to cast Polymorph. On one of the imps? Yes. All right, what do you want to polymorph him into? A bunny. But bunnies can get away. Oh. The, um, the ground is difficult terrain. Bunnies can't get away that do, fast. Do I have to polymorph it into an animal? Okay, it has to be a beast. Yes. It has to be a creature. Mm. The bunny it can be a sloth. Sloth. Or a snail. They're not flying high off the ground. Okay. okay. Uh, no, I really like bunny. I'm going with bunny. Okay. Also, they get more hit points when they turn into a bunny. So it makes a wisdom saving throw. It failed. Bunny. There's now a bunny. It's very confused. All right, and the imps turn. Well, I mean, imps don't do a lot, so they throw fireballs. Especially when they're fireballs. No, they don't. Not in this setting. You're, you're again. You're thinking of quasits and methods uh, and Warcraft imps. No, like uh, there's. I, I could have sworn that one of the imp abilities was to like throw a small bit of no. fire. No, imps and quasits. Imps oh. are going to try. The imps have a sting on their tail. Ah, yeah. Methods. Um, so methods like, are the D and D equivalent of Warcraft imps. Um, they're the ones like that throw fireballs or element blasts. So they're all going to attack. <clears throat> I guess the fighter because they're he's the only one there or closer. Well, he's closer than them. Closer. So what's your AC? 19 then. Miss, that's a miss. That's a miss. Ooh, that's a hit. I basically cast Blizzard and killed all the apps. <laughs> and that's a hit. So, two hit you. Uh, make me two constitution saving throws. I'll be super impressed if you fail. <laughs> okay, there's... Ooh, there's a six. Did I fail? Did, what, what did you get after you add your modifiers? And a four. I will add your constitution saving throw. Yeah. Um, and you have proficiency. Your constitution mod oh, plus, plus your proficiency. Yeah. yeah. Three plus four. Yeah. That's not okay. okay. So, uh, you should have those numbers four. written down. <laughs> well, here? Yeah. yeah. So, so, so plus seven total. <clears throat> okay. So three plus seven is ten. You actually managed to fail one. That's impressive. Yay. <clears throat> so you take six physical damage from both of them. You take six physical damage from being stung. Okay. And the one the saving throw you failed means you take an additional wow, eleven poison damage. Six and eleven, okay. So you take seventeen damage and six damage. Okay. Alright. Wasn't that fun. And now William. I just kind of like walk up to the ice wall and just kind of tap it with my staff. Look at it for a second. Look back at Gora and um, Galadir. You know, I could teleport through this ice wall, but the paladin seems rather confident in his abilities. I could simply let him handle it. Thought you were doing? The paladin may be confident in his abilities, but certainty is always preferred. I, I, I feel there's, a, there's, a lesson, there's a lesson to be taught here. <laughs> 
All right. I'm uh, certain he'll be fine. Zachary, what are you doing? <laughs> okay. There's your certainty. So, there's a giant ice dude? Yes. Giant ice dude. All right. Uh, how far is he? Well, I can't do anything because I'm uh, He's cares. about so, ten yeah. feet away from you. Yeah, Ooh, ten feet as far as he knows, so am I. <laughs> and it is a giant demonic thing, right? Yes. Uh, yes, it's a devil. Okay. It's evil. The, the wall, is that... A spell that's actively up? No. It's an innate ability this thing has. Hmm. Shape ice. No, specifically it creates make, make walls. It's, yeah. it, it, it's designed to split the party. Yeah. It's a waller from, Di- from Diablo. Yeah. <clears throat> it has the waller special ability. How much do I think the wall weighs, by the way? No, you can't. <laughs> I can move up to a thousand pounds. <laughs> you, it's... it's, it's among other things, down. it's attached to the ground. It's made of plot force, aka you can't move it. <laughs> telekinesis. Um, what can you telekinesis? Up to a thousand pounds. No, I mean <laughs> a kinesis. What do they know? Uh, how to move shit. So I'm going to turn this thing because you know what? It can't. It can't make walls if it doesn't really like the universe anymore. So. So what are you doing? That's what I'm going to do. Turning. I'm going to turn it. So How does turning work? It needs to make a wisdom save. If it fails, it runs away for the next minute or until it takes damage. And yep. Where is turning listed? In Let's the Paladin's abilities. I'm trying to find it. It's in... Uh, it's under the oaths. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, yeah. A, it's one of his. It has different ones. So. Well, there's one under the oaths and then there's the standard one. Because they all Paladins have a turning ability and then their oaths have specific versions. Um, turn the faithless is his. Yeah, that's uh, the one that turns faith. As an action, you present your holy symbol, and each fey or fiend within thirty feet of you that can hear you must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature is turned for one minute or until it takes damage. A turned creature must spend its turns trying to move as far away from you as it can, and it can't willingly move to a space within thirty feet of you. It also can't take reactions. For its action, it can use only the dash action or try to escape from an effect that prevents it from moving. If there's nowhere to move, the creature can use the dodge action. If the creature's two true form is concealed by an All illusion right. shaped to your other effect, the form is revealed while it is turned. Sweet. Okay. It's turned. Cool. And it starts to run away on its turn. All right. It's turn. Hey, you want to make an attacker opportunity? If I hit it, it's just going to turn back. Yep. No? No. If it takes damage, it's, damage, it's, it's not turned anymore. Oh. Yeah. But it still uses its full... It still designates... It still runs away. Yeah. And then it'll just okay. turn around and run back. Because now it's not doing anything on its turn anymore. Yeah, sure. Why not? Alright, bludgeon that sucker. You also get an entire opportunity if you're next to it. Okay, 18. Uh, he's not quite. Did you did you move next to it on your turn? Uh, let's see, is this a full round or a standard action? No, it's just an action. It's just an action. They're nice. Full round actions don't so exist I'll anymore. So go ahead and move around. Right. Yeah, I'll move over to it right Make your AOL. Now. Stay turn, Steve. Stay turn, Steve. 18 to hit. Ooh, and when I make an attack of opportunity, yes. because of my sentinel ability, it can't move anymore. It loses all of its movement speed. Oh, good. When I take an attack Sweet. of opportunity. Roll an attack. Well, if you hit it. Assuming I hit it, of course. So. Oh, and also this thing, of course, is a you can also human d- bank. You can also spin spell slots to design smite on attack of opportunity. Uh, you're going to find out in a minute. Nice. That's yes, 16 that on the is. die would plus you, 8. Would I you, think this hits. You can, you can also spin the spell slot to divine smite. Hold yes. on. Of course I'm spending you, spell you haven't learned what this, what, how this demon bane things work. So uh, it automatically adds a, uh, a level 1 spell slot to smite this thing. So Without you spending D8. anything. So 2d8 radiant. Yes. Excellent. 2d8 radiant, free. Mm. 
You can then add on to that if you want. You you can you can sacrifice one of your own spell slots in place to increase it. Yeah. Or you can just use the default level one smite. So you can't use like a level one. It's level one and then add a level three to it. Yeah. And we're both beating on this thing. I I think I've got my level three spells for later times. So it's just a free free level one smite on the demon. Yep. That's two eight, right? It's a devil, yep. not a demon or devil. The feet. Two and two, so that's four radiant damage. Fiend is always accurate. <laughs> yes. Regardless of devil or demon. All right, Father, what are you doing? You uh, hit, hit, uh, 18 to hit? Yes, hits. And one And seven piercing damage. And it has no more movement speed. And so, so seven piercing damage. How much other damage? Uh, four radiant damage. 11. Okay, and what would you do, Father? 11 damage. All right. Movement speed is reduced to zero. After it starts to run, dash. and uh, you slam your shield into its tail and pin it to the ground, uh, and it it falls on its face. All right, uh, Father, it's your actual turn now. My actual turn. Okay. Um, <laughs> Punch it in the this face. Time I'm gonna hit it. Okay. Uh, Twenty-four. That hits. Gotcha. Uh, Fifteen damage I'm not needed for this. Okay. Being a wizard Ooh, is natural fun. one. I can defend the children. You roll a natural one. That's exciting. Let's find out what Being happens. Warlock is fun. With my roll me a dexterity saving throw. My ice storm. <laughs> Being warlock is fun. I get to do whatever I want and tell people that I'm doing something. Does I have? Okay. I should have these written down. You do not have your proficiency bonus, so it's just your dexterity. We're actually not okay, flanking right, this right, thing, right. so you get flanking uh, ten advantages on this thing. So. Oh, you are flanking. Yeah. yeah. So you have advantage. You were to roll twice and take the higher of the two. So roll your d twenty again, unless it's the one you don't you don't flub. Okay, uh, twenty to hit. Okay, you hit it. Okay, <laughs> that's right. I forgot, I forgot about that entirely. Yeah, right. Advantage. Because I kind of did, you know. Advantage is really fun. Damage though. <laughs> hmm. I rolled a one on damage. Okay. So that gives uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Oh, I forgot to call out my ice storm. Tempestus. Okay, so that was the second hit. Third attack is a hit. That's going to be 26. Okay. I don't know why ah, it's capital P. Nice. It's not. 14 damage. All right. And kick. Nice. That's a that's a hit. Um. <clears throat> oh, that was my. This is my fourth. Is my stop, yeah. Right? It's your okay. stop. Yeah. Okay. You know what's really fun? Steel wind strike and then thunder step eight, afterwards. Eight points of damage. Yep. <laughs> All right. Get up in their face and then leave. Uh, you you beat on this thing that the paladin has pinned to the ground. John, what are you doing? Um. So standing back, looking up, hearing the commotion on the other side of the ice wall. Um. Does it look like the ice wall could be made to go away? Uh, you can melt it. It's not. It's. Ice. I don't do it has hit points. I don't do fire magic. Um, uh, While he's debating, Holly, what are you doing? Um, I want to try to catch that little bunny. All right. You go after the bunny. Ooh. Um, do I catch it? Roll me an athletics check. With a bunny trying to resist you. You made it. Roll anyway, but you made it. Eleven. You made it. Okay. It rolled a one. I want. Uh, <coughs> tell me this doesn't work though. Um, I want to use the shape water 
cantrip to, to change the color of the ice to clear. The cantrip. You have to make an expo a, 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 a po- you have to make a spell casting check versus its charisma. Okay. To Wait, overpower. Is this a maintained spell? No. It's a magical ability, but it's not a spell. It's a ma- so it's, it's an there. innate ability of it. Twenty eight. It built the I was really hoping there. the turn would break concentration. Mm-hmm. It wasn't concentration spell. Uh, no. Uh, Twenty eight. You managed to do that. So I I just throw up a hand and wipe, and as the hand wipes, all the color just wipes out of the ice wall, and you can see through it. So there's just a giant magical oh, squeegee. Yeah, <laughs> just basically. <laughs> That's my action. It's, it's All right. just the, uh, like... I love creative use of cantrips. <laughs> it, it, it's just like the, the sci-fi thing of where you take the slider and you just slide the opaque setting on the windows. Yeah, because one of the abilities, you can change you can change water's color or opacity, and ice is just frozen water. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, you, you see Torrell hop on a bunny and pin it to the ground in victory. <laughs> Good work, Torrell. We can interrogate this one. Good. All right, William. <laughs> Uh, I I just kind of like oh well lovely. I, I look I look at the wall. Unfortunately, crystalline structures are resistant to the effects of acid. But I wonder. Do you see the living imps that are still over by Torrell? Yes, oh, they are, they are not uh, resistant. To the there of acid. there are three imps swarming. Oh yeah, there's three imps or, yeah, or swarming imps. the others. I just kind of like tap the the ice for a second again. Shillelagh. <laughs> Roll me damage. You automatically hit. Automatically hit, okay. Uh, plus my charisma score. Uh, that's going to be 13 damage with a, with a bludgeoning implement. Alright, you take 13 damage. I smack it. It cracks. Yep. A bunch of micro fractures appear. And Zachary. I can only make one attack in a round. Um, <laughs> Look back through like the clear the clear ice wall you see. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> There's all number of fun things I can do to this thing. Mm-hmm. Do them all. The the giant ice bug is still up. Yes. Just like pour do your I... maximum level spell slot into a divine smite and punch it in the face. It's it's the real threat in this encounter. The imps are CR1. Yeah, you know that's that 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 sounds like a lot of fun actually. I'm 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 just gonna do the paladin thing with, with smite evil. Paladin, uh, paladin you can also thing. you can also uh, you can bonus action a spell that smites, and then also do a divine smite on top of that to drastically pump up your damage. Like quotient. if you got like searing smite as a spell. Oh. Like if you like you searing smite plus a third level divine smite adds a bunch of d8 to your on damage. All of my attacks. Uh, you yes. can divine smite on all of your attacks. The bonus of the action smite only happens to the first one. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can divine smite every attack because they when you hit with an attack thing, you can activate it. Yeah, it doesn't require an action. That is fifteen plus eight. That's twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yeah. To hit? Yeah. Oh yeah, you hit. Are you searing smiting? Of course, I'm, I'm smiting everything. So I'm spending full level spell slots here because it's one um, spell slot. Yeah, it's a one d eight per spell slot plus an extra one d eight because it's a fiend. Um, yeah, Divine Smile automatically gives an extra. So, uh, it's, well, it's 2d8 for the first level. Yeah, because um, it's a so first, So, third level spell slot means 4d8. Means 4D8, 4d8. So, 5d8 radiant damage. And if you're doing a Searing Smile on top of that. Wait a second. No, it, it's, it's just 4d8. It's yeah, 4D8. it's 4d8. 
48. And then 5d8 because I have improved Divine Smite, which just adds that to all of my attacks. Nice. So that's 5d8. Three. Plus the extra whatever for Searing Smite. Which I'm looking up right now. Which fire might be good against this. Yep. Um... Now that this now that this wall is actually clear, can I tell what this de- what this fiend is? Nineteen. It's an ice devil. Ice devil. Yeah, All right. It, uh, it is a very it, it's, it's an ice devil. <laughs> you also it, it's exactly what the name says. Um, yeah, they're not super intelligent. One d six fire. If you use the first level they're, spell they're slot, they're very much and minion if you use the second level. Second level spell slot. Another d six per spell slot. Another d six. Yes. First searing smite. So one d six. So. Uh, what, For a third what, level spell slot, that was two d six. Well, you spent a third level spell slot on your radiant on your divine smite. What level spell slot did you spend on your searing smite? Wait, searing smite. It's a separate yeah, smite. To, yeah, to ca- you have to cast that with your bonus action first. Yeah, right. So, which level spell slot did you spend that on? No, I'm not using my bonus action, so I'm not going to. Okay, that. so you're not. Okay, doing that. all right, that's fine. So, how much damage did it take? Because this thing is not going to be happy with me, so it's going to attack me. And because of sentinel, I can attack well, opportunity. That's, that's, a, re- a, reaction. that's a reaction. That's a reaction. Doesn't use your bonus action. Yeah. Oh. Reaction does not use a bonus action. Reactions, bonus actions, different. Yep. Yes. Right. So you can still do this. In that case, Searing Smite, because I have that prepared, so what why level? the heck not? What level? I think I just have it prepared first level. You can cast it using any level Yeah, spell you can slot. cast it using a little spell slot. Oh. It does more damage the higher spell slot you use. In that case, I'm going to do like a third level. Which thing is definitely one of the things that... Spell. Spell. So, so another third level spell slot means a 3d6 fire, in addition to... And also, I believe it gets ignited. Uh, yes, and it gets ignited. Ignited. So, uh, how much and damage well, did it take? Well, it needs to make a constitution saving throw. How much oh, non fire damage did it take? <laughs> it took seven, not. Oh, hold on. Seven radiant. No, 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 not radiant. Not seven radiant. Four. Seven, seven piercing. Four, eight. So. He's got the whole thing. Seven piercing, eight so fire. 19, di- 19 radiant. radiant damage, eight fire damage, seven piercing damage. That's the first attack. So, 19. 18, 7? 19, 8, 7. 19, 8, 7. Okay. And then he's making the, a con saver be ignited. Yeah, four. con saver be ignited. So 34 total. Uh, no, 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 no. It is ignited. What does that do? On, uh, a failed, it ta- on a failed save, it takes 1d6 damage. Ooh, 1d6 damage. I, on and and on, on on subsequent turns, it must on, on the start of each of its turns until the spell ends, it must make a constitution saving throw and take 1d6 fire damage. How much fire damage did it just take? Five. Okay. And it's ice, so it's going to double that. That's attack number one. Here's attack number two. That's 19 on die. Oh, that's 27. You're flanking. You get advantage. Oh, I get advantage. That's right. That was a nine, so oh, okay. well, I don't crit. So you don't get the fire on this one. You just get the. Yeah, you he, doesn't, he, he doesn't. He doesn't crit on nineteen. Like you do. All the, okay, okay. So do you have third level spell slots left? You yes, just, I have one. Just use two level spell slot left. All right. So yeah. So another five d eight radiant. Yep. Seven. Seven eight. Fifteen. Fifteen. Paladins do a ridiculous amount of damage. Seven. Yeah, they do a lot of burst damage up front. 22. They do a lot of damage to fiends, too. 22. Oh, yeah. That's 29. And then the last die. Ah, oh, 30. Just a little bit. 30. 30. And then we actually roll the damage on the weapon. So 30 radiant. 30 radiant. 7 piercing. Alright, it's and hurt. that's it. Yeah. And uh, it comes to its turn. Constitution saving throw. I wonder what it's unhappy with. Now, there's two elements here. Roll me another d6. Uh, there's two elements here. Number one, right. it knows the fighter is currently weak. 
And so it's actually going to attack the fighter. Aww. Uh, it can spend. But, but, it but, but, can but, but, spend but, but, its action putting itself out. Distract it, it with your to. birthday hat. It's not going to. No. <sighs> I just unlike the these things are intelligent and they follow orders perfectly. Orders. Also, they're not afraid to die because if they die, they get reformed in the hells. Uh, all right. Painfully, mind you, but still. still all right. Reformed. So first attack hits. Okay. Zachary. Hmm? The first attack hits. We're flanking oh. it, so I can't be... You're next to him. We can flank it while I'm next to him? Yes. Oh. Yeah, you and that case, disadvantage. That's, okay, that's what I was waiting right. for. Okay. Unfortunately, it didn't work. Oh, wow. HQ has an $8,500 prize right now. Nice. Alright, the claw misses. The tail hits. So, bite... You take seven physical damage and oh, fifteen cold damage. And tail, you take nine physical damage and eleven cold damage. Oh, I forgot the imps. The imps got to go too, and they're all attacking you. Okay. One misses. Ooh, okay. One crits. Uh, hold on. Roll a d6. An imp rips off your arm. Rolls that. Doesn't do that properly. And rolls that. Isn't it so nice having a computer available for you as a DM? <laughs> So, um... Yeah, I'll make a lot of use out of that. Once okay. I one one of the imps misses you. We one of the imps accidentally yeah, implants its own down. stinger into the back of its <laughs> skull, <laughs> um, and its head explodes. Music to my ears. And the last one uh, hits you. Make me a constitution saving throw. Can I do that when I'm unconscious? Oh, you're unconscious? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it doesn't attack you then. It would do, they would swarm the paladin. Oh. Okay. Um, what are you unconscious from? The physical damage or the... Um, yeah. are, you, are you unconscious from the imp hitting you or the ice demon? The ice demon. Okay, Just so yeah. Six. Okay, so they're gonna... So you're unconscious? Yeah. Alright, so in that case, it would attack Zachary, which... No, because my reaction got you. Okay, cool. Um, what's your AC? 22. Oh, so it would have missed you. No, no sorry, because I used the... I did attack with my shield, so that's down by... It's to 20. Okay, it would have missed you, because it rolled a 19. Cool. So More. never mind. Forget that. Forget uh, Father, that you're unconscious. Make me a roll a d20. Death saving throw. 16 on the die. Alright, you made a death saving throw. Congratulations. So successful death one. save. Oh, he's actually within the paladin's aura, so he gets the paladin's... Uh, or on his death saves because they were actually a saving throw. Nice. I mean, John, you succeeded. Uh, I see that the fighter is down. I indicate that to uh, to uh, um, Faust, and then I hold up a hand as well, and I'm going to aiming for an area that encompasses. Actually, no. Uh, I'll just do this because I can see the because I can see the um, the ice demon. How injured does the ice demon look, by the way? Very. Yeah. 
He's been taking damage quite a bit. Magisagita. Um, and I uh, cast a sixth level magic missile at it. Feliz Navidad. Yep. I'm glad that was Very the only one who thought that. Magisagita. Feliz Navidad. Three. Four. <laughs> Somebody write these down and add them up, please. Three, four. Three, Seven. four. Um, four. Eleven. Four. Fifteen. Fifteen. So that was four. That was three. Four. Three. Eighteen. Four. Twenty-two. Four. Twenty-six. Plus seven. It dies. So I just wave the staff and seven magic missiles appear and an arc above me launch around the ice wall and impact on the ice demon. Yep. Ice devil. Holly. Yes, I have the bunny. Okay. You just gonna hold on to the bunny? Um I'm gonna go back towards There there are two imps left. Two imps left. Uh can I do anything while holding the bunny? You can throw a knife. Or, throw the bunny. or or can wait, would casting cloud of daggers yeah, make the bunny turn? Also they're hovering over party members. Okay, I'm gonna throw a knife. Alright, roll me an attack. Mind spike is a divination spell. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what do I add? Six to my level magic. Dexterity you really plus one to die. plus your proficiency <laughs> bonus. Okay. Or a lot of things to Oh, pay. awesome. Okay. Yeah. I need to add that. Um Okay. Twenty-three. Uh you hit. Roll damage. One D four plus one plus your dex modifier. Does it matter if it takes any <laughs> um, I know it's a one hit point. I only rolled a one, so so that's two. Seven. Sorry, seven. Yeah. Um, the, the so the dagger doesn't hit it great, but the dagger is so sharp that the creature's head falls off. Oh, fun! And like perfect clean cut. Yay! And then the, the, the dagger uh, returns to your hand. All right. Awesome. Boom a dagger. Unless you want to teleport to where the dagger is. Mm, no, I got the bunny and everything right now. I'm yeah, that cool. seems, that seems fine. I'm cool. I, I uh, use it later. It's the imp's turn. Um, imps are cowardly, but they're more afraid of. Well, I don't know. Actually, paladin, make an intimidation check. Me? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just picturing his 13. paladin wearing that. Alright, uh, it decides to attack you. Make your attack of opportunity. He's used his reaction. Did my reaction? Oh, it hasn't been your turn yet again. Nope. Right. Uh, because you know how I make tur- how I do turns. Well, about that. Critical hits. Do I get to make a constitution saving Make a constitution saving throw. I get to make a constitution saving throw. Well, I'm going to roll up the what, with what will happen regardless. Just... 20. On the die? Or with the no, okay. 20 with the plus 4. You succeed your constitution saving throw and uh, avoid its 92 percentile on your head. Woohoo! It 
hits the you head but the stinger. So like the stinger out, comes in. A helmet. Uh, and it hits the helmet and not your skull. You take regular damage. Make a constitution throw against poison. Do I? You mean disease is not poison? No, no. I, I think I have. Um, as a Goliath. No, I don't. Never mind. No. I don't have a thing as a Goliath. No, Goliath let you flex damage away. Yeah. Uh, that is 15. Okay. You take 5 physical damage and you resist the poison. 5 physical damage? Yep. Yeah, also, um... Unless, yeah. unless you want to flex. Sentinel specifically lets you... Know? Specific, you know? Sentinel specifically lets you make an attack opportunity if a creature attacks an ally within 5 feet of you that isn't you. Oh. Yeah. Doesn't let yeah. you do it on you. It's for protecting other people. Oh. Well, good to know. Same, same thing with the protection style with the shield and how you can impose disadvantage. That was an 11 on the die, so... You I, don't take damage. No, I, I... So it hits your helmet and deflects into your neck, but you flex your muscly neck. <laughs> I just took no damage from a critical hit. Which, by the way, I would have taken two damage because I have damage reduction three against all physical damage because of the heavy armor master. So what we're saying is, so what we're saying this imp is, had nothing. Fighting this thing, <laughs> this imp had nothing going for it. It's All right, me. William, do you care to do anything? I just got to look at the situation. Mm-hmm. Hit the wall again. <laughs> I won't let him have that killing blow. And I, <laughs> <laughs> it would have been me having it anyway. Uh, no, Zachary's next. So, the the material component for negative energy flood is a broken bone and a square of black silk. Guess what I have in my hand and what I'm wearing? (laughs) So I just kind of tap my staff on the ground, and threads of of negative energy just kind of soar over the wall towards the creature. It needs to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, It's very, very dead. It's all of the dead. It failed its saving throw. You do 5d12. I want to see how dead it is. You only have one point left, right? 17. Well, how dead it is determines how cool of a zombie it becomes. Now, hold on one second. Oh, Two. Yeah. Wait. 34 points of necrotic damage. So this thing dies so hard that it come, literally comes back to life and dies again. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't... Like, it's a fiend. It doesn't leave a corpse behind to become a zombie. Like, it die. Like, it, it explodes... And then it reforms back into a thing, and then it bursts into flames and vanishes from this plane of existence. Exactly. <laughs> After it explodes, I then turn my head over. What was that ruckus? <laughs> I just shrug my shoulders, and I'm going to start healing him. Congratulations. Does the ice wall melt, by the way? Or is it still there? Uh, it, it's still there. It's legit. At this point, it's, it's not magic. It's just there's a wall of ice. It will slowly melt away. Hmm. Do I have any cantrips? I just love the the zombie pursues whatever creature it can see that is closest to it. You don't control the zombie that's no. made by it. It just goes after whatever's closest. So, question. <laughs> yeah. Can can I use control water I don't to... Appreciate so control water lets yeah, you part, human, like, part the you. waves? I Could I use that yes. to part the ice wall? Yes. <laughs> so I just walk up to the ice wall... Um, right at the crack. Imperium Aquam. And just like slide my hand down it and it goes. Congratulations, you have made a sliding door. <laughs> and walk through. <clears throat> and that 
is where we'll pick up next time, people. All right. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.